kick by Richie on a back pedal is fielded by Chance Hardy inside the 5. Brings it up to the 10, 15, cuts back to the middle, 25, 30, 35, and right there from behind around the 36-yard line. Very good field position and a nifty return by the caveman senior to get things off and rolling for Mishawaka first and 10. Once again, a fine return there by Chaz Hardy, the five foot eight, 160-pound senior. And we talked about it last week when, when we were here, Sean and I. Gooden had such a good week, and they were going to the fullback so much. People like Chaz Hardy, Ethan Bryce, they didn't get a lot of touches. So to get one right off the bat on a kickoff, get a good run back, probably bring some confidence to some of those guys who haven't touched the ball that much. Caveman will work. Their traditional offense now with two wings, a single setback is that is the fullback, Norvell Miller, a 5'10 sophomore. Brady Fisher settles in behind center and will hand it off right tackle and busting straight forward is the aforementioned Miller. Miller will blast past the 40 up to the 41-yard line. So on first down, the K-Men pick up five, five and a half, almost six yards. It'll be second down and four. Up front for the K-Men and our starting lineups brought to you by Bethel University Athletics. He starts it every snap. Garrett Gittner in the uh, center position, 5'10", 215-pound senior. A senior-leading offensive line that is led by Tanner Parmalee, Dawson Nowacki, Matthew Willis, a junior, and also Chris Gronkowski and Cole Chalberg. Handoff goes up the middle. Actually, the fake of the handoff and the keeper by Freddie Fisher. And Fisher will push it just past the first down marker, I do believe, although they're pushing him back with the official mark just a hair. And I think we're going to have, nope, not a measurement. We're going to have our first first down. So our first first down tonight brought to you by Kevin Putz, uh, first Midwest mortgage. So the rest of that offensive line, we mentioned Dawson Nowacki, 6'3", 300 pounds. Tanner Parmalee, 6'2", 280. The aforementioned Garrett Ginter at 5'10", 215. Matthew Willis, 5'11", 240. And as they go off left tackle this time, the K-Men surge straight up the middle on first and 10 and come up just shy of the 50-yard line on a pickup of about three, maybe four. And once again, Novell Miller on the carry. The second and we'll call it six. Just underway here, we are scrolling us from Steel Stadium with Matt Rendell. I'm Brian Miller. Matt Embry spinning the dials back at our WSBT and 96-1 the Ton Studios in downtown South Bend. He, Matt Embry, will keep us updated throughout the night on the U.S. Seincrafters scoreboard. Lots of interesting high school football battles going on, including opening night like this game in the Northern Lakes Conference. Second and six. From between the hash marks, Fisher turns, Fisher hands, Chance Hardy off right tackle, pushes forward past the 45, down to around the 43-yard line. Caveman very close to another first down, and they will pick up their second first down, sponsored by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. Good start to the offense, Matt. Well, and that's what we, we talked about pregame. I talked with uh, Coach Kinder. I have a couple of uh, football players in my class. They were talking about Chaz Hardy getting some of these reps at fullback, and there you saw the first one. They get it to him. He gets a good run. Caveman get another first down. K-Men will run two wings, one to the left, one to the right. That is Ethan Bryce and Bean Smith. Now a fake of the out on the sweep and a carry up the middle on second effort. Chance Hardy, who was hit at the 40, would have been stopped for three yards, surging forward for another yard or two all the way up to the 38-yard line. And on that carry, he's able to pick up uh, about five and a half, six yards. Looks like a Northridge player is going off the field there, so they called a quick time. But uh, you saw Hardy kind of run up. He's, he's not a big guy. He's pretty pretty short, but he ran into two players, kind of broke through there and got an extra yard or two after breaking a couple tackles there up the middle. So he's not big in there, but he's going to make his way through there. Raider defender favoring the right shoulder heading to the far visiting sideline. That would be Bo Bojanic. So second and five, K-Men. We're just underway. 
Handoff, off right tackle. They'll surge straight forward from Miller, and he'll push it past the 35 down to the 33. Anytime you can get four or five yards on each carry, you're going to have a pretty good night, and right now the cavemen are averaging about five, five and a half yards per, per snap. Well, and this is their first third down, but it's third and one. Actually, they're going to give him the first down there. So, yeah, so he came and get another first down. I mean, like you said, four, five, six yards, and all of a sudden you're getting first downs every other play. Cavemen will keep busy with two split ends, Trey Thomas and Ace Troyer. Troyer right now in the slot position off to this near wide right side. At 8.51 in the period, Fisher takes a snap, rolls out, fakes the dive play, and he keeps it himself. And he had a pitch option yeah. coming near side to Ethan Bryce, but kept it, and in the process was bottled up by a pair of Raider defenders and dropped for about a loss of one yard. It'll be second and 11, Mishawaka. When you said you said it there, Brian, I almost called you Sean. Brian, he said it there. He had the pitch, man, he Ethan had, he Bryce. Has more hair than I do. <laughs> I have more hair than both of you. Well, uh, but true. Ethan Bryce had the pitch. He was out there in position, and, and I, I think Brady Fisher is going to say, uh, you know what, I'm going to hold on to this, not try to lose it here. But he had him if he could have got it to him a little earlier. Raider 3-4 defense being challenged right now, but you changing that uh, mentality and or their traditional defensive set right now with five men right up on the uh, on the offense defensive line. Fisher, they'll with the scissors play. Cut up the middle, straight down center stage is Chaz Hardy. Touchdown, Mishawaka. What a great crisscross and a fake land of the fullback. Chaz Hardy, the second man coming through, gets the run, goes right up the gut, 34 yards, and Mishawaka draws first blood. They lead it 6 to nothing. Well, in that play, if you can get it to work, it'll get you some points, and there it did. They kind of cross in the backfield there. As they go up the middle, Hardy got it, and, and really nobody touched him. I mean, he had it right out in the open. He uses his speed, got out there, and it was ended up getting that 34-yard touchdown. Chaz Hardy on the scamper for his second score of the season, and that run alone doubled his output in the first two games, four rushes of 17 yards. Chess Hardy is quite a weapon. That's right. He's been a main part of this offense since his sophomore year. And now the caveman will go for two. Miller is the single setback. Fisher takes the snap, rolls out, comes right side to a diving receiver. Bean Smith, two-point conversion. Caveman, they lead it 8-0. That formation drew a lot of attention internally by the Northridge defense, but Bean Smith was a wide, wide open receiver from the split end position. He adds two more points to the tally, and the cavemen draw first blood. They lead it by a score of 8 to nothing. Time out of the field, 7.58 to go first quarter. Mishawaka scoring on their opening drive. They lead the Raiders 8-zip. We'll continue Mishawaka High School football after this timeout. A 96 won the time. Along with Matt Rundle, I'm Brian Miller. Great start for the Mishawaka Cavemen who score on their opening possession. It takes just four minutes and two seconds to draw first blood here in this NLC lid lifter, and they lead Northridge 8 to nothing. Uh, kickoff there, Sean. Luke, Lucas Larson had a great week last week kicking the ball. If they didn't want to kick it deep to McCullough and St. Joe, so he had a great week. Uh, first kickoff here today goes out of bounds right into Keith Kinder's hands, so I don't know if that's what you want to do if you're the kicker. That wasn't the target. That was not the target. But Lucas, Lucas Larson, six-foot junior, has had a good start to the season. Absolutely. Seven for seven in PATs. And if you remember, on the opening possession at Marion, on the run by Gooden that was tripped up just short of the uh, end zone for a score after a couple of snaps. And on fourth down, he hit a very crucial field goal to Absolutely. start the season. And that had to be a big, big confidence builder. But right there, he kicks it out of bounds. So the penalty will bring the football out to about the 34-yard line. Now Northridge in all kinds of confusion yeah. as they get lined up offensively. 
And now the officials, the men in stripes, will have two, three, and four conferences in conversation before they set the football. Now they're going to push it up <laughs> to the 35 is where it should be. It was back in the 34. So first snap here for Cade Carrington and the Northridge Raiders as they go from south to north and or right to left here at Steel Studio. Carrington in the shotgun formation. Takes the snap. Tries on the quarterback keeper to wedge his way inside. A penalty flag down from that far 18. right side of the offensive line. And Carrington with no gain. In fact, a yard or two loss of the play. And one snap, one penalty. And we'll see which direction this is going to go here. Face mask against the K-Van defense. Mishawaka defensively a 3-4 look. And their starters brought to you by Bethel University Athletics. Bale and Eby, Peyton Jones, and Carmine Orozco. They are the front three with a pair of seniors. Orozco, the underclassman sophomore, who Coach Keith Kinder talked about in the pregame show comments. Four-man linebacking core, and they are the uh, they're the brick and mortar of this defense. Handoff off right tackle. It is McLean Miller. So Norwell Miller for Mishawaka, and McLean Miller, the fullback for Northridge. And Brian Miller doing the play-by-play. Play. Right. And I have a hunch none of us are related. Well, I've, I've been doing the volleyball games here in Mishawaka. We have two pairs of sisters that start. Uh, that's tough. <laughs> Emily and Ellie Adams and Cassie and Kylie Creech. It's a tough go out there. I remember a few times having two sets of twins oh. coaching softball. <laughs> this going back a few years. The Troyer twin sisters and the Straub twin sisters. That was fun, believe me. Shotgun snap on second. Oh, three ball on the exchange. Carrington with a loose ball, and it is recovered by the caveman. I believe Orozco comes up with the loose ball. Yeah, just uh, just a drop ball. You know, nothing really. Nobody hit him. Nobody there. Just ball goes on the ground. And good job by Orozco. He dealt right, right on it. The center exchange from the snap to quarterback Kate Carrington never made connection. There would be no fingerprints of the ball because it never touched anybody, really. It was kind of a... Uh, air ball, if you will. On the turf, the K-Men recover, and after an 8-0 lead, just one minute later, they'll get the football back, and they'll go to work with excellent field position. The first time, they started around their 35-yard line on the kick return by Chance Hardy to start the game. This time, they will start inside the 40 at the Northridge 38. And you wonder here on a turnover like this, 38-yard line, if you take a shot, right? You try to try to get them caught off guard here. You've got the ball back. The defense wasn't ready to get back on the field, see what they do. Mason Smith, a wide out to the right. That will go full black blast right up the center with Norvell Miller. Just like we talked about. Absolutely. <laughs> they probably didn't have 96-1 tuned in in their play That's headset. Right. You know? <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. But speaking of headsets, a lot of headsets in, in use tonight for A, radio listening habits, and B, uh, coaches uh, putting the X's and O's together on the sidelines because we have a full full slate of week number three games including opening night in the NLC will run down some of those games here in just a moment on second down handoff Miller from Fisher spins away from one would be tackler and outside to the 30 and lunges forward to the 29 for a game of about six on yeah. third and seven yeah good hard run this is what you talk about if you can get into third and two I know Keith Kinder's happy about that rather on second and seven is now a third and call it a long one and now they'll reset the chain to make it a more conventional third and one at 6-15 first quarter 8-0 Mishawaka they they grab the early lead on the Chaz Hardy 34-yard touchdown run the 7-58 mark now Fisher with the handoff and again they'll go right up the gut and out past the 25 just a couple of inches to the 24-yard line we'll call it Chaz Hardy again with his bullpen by committee fullback tandem Miller and Hardy it's been a good one-two punch as they uh, 
get time with Chaz, or Chase Gooden, rather, on the shelf with the shoulder injury. Suffered third quarter last week in the caveman win over South Penn St. Joe. Clock on the run at 5.45 here in the period. Caveman looking to add to their 8-0 lead. Miller is the fake man. This time Fisher will keep it. Brady squeezes out behind the center and right tackle and guards for a couple of yards throughout the 22, maybe the 23-yard line. Yeah, early on last week, Fisher was taking a lot of those, trying to, you know, take them, get to the outside, maybe maybe go up the middle, follow follow the fullback. But so far today, he hasn't held the ball very much. He held it on the one we thought he could have pitched out. But uh, not a lot of rushes for him yet, but it's worked for the Caveman. Caveman that time overloading that right side with Gronkowski. And 6'3", 300-pounder Dawson Nowacki. Now Ethan Bryce is a wing. Actually to the right, inside handoff. No, they take the scissors play, kick out pitch. It'll go Bryce's way, but Bryce gets tangled up with Bean Smith and a couple of Northridge defenders. Bean did all they could to try and block one, two, and actually three defenders, but that was uh, too many men against too few individuals, and on the play, a loss of about a yard or two to make it now third and 11 at 440 here in period number one. And there's not a lot of plays the Cavemen run on third and 11, trying to get first downs. Often they're trying to get five, six, seven, maybe go for it on fourth. So see what they do here on long third, which which they didn't have many of last week. I'm sure they didn't the first week against Marion, uh, and won pretty early so far here in the first quarter. Although going into action tonight, they are 13 of 18 in third down conversions for 72%. They fake the pitch sweep, back to pass. Fisher, he'll air it out right side. Chaz Hardy, the intended receiver, and it was overthrown. Incomplete. Good coverage there by Kate Sains, the 6'2 senior free safety, who was a one of two two-way starters for this Raider ball club. When they were trying to run that wheel out of the backfield with with Hardy, and Hardy had the right read, but the the defender, like you said, right there. I mean, he was in front of him. Honestly, had a better chance of catching it than Chaz Hardy did. The clock stops at 4:11 on the incompleted pass, fourth and ten, and we're going to see Lucas Larson tee it up. From between the hash marks, out of the hold of Brady Fisher. For a three-point field goal here, which the snap was good. The hold is there. The distance is close, and it is no good! Lucas Larson! He hits a 42-yarder! Just, just <laughs> crossed over the uprights. And we've got a three-point advantage for the Cavemen now to advance the lead to 11-0. Three-point field goal. What a kick by Lucas Larson. He's two for two in field goals, seven for seven in PATs. Time out of the field, 408 first quarter. Here from the Princess City, post-Mishawaka, leading Northridge, 11-0. 405 to go first quarter. Back after this on 96-1 the time. Back to Steel Stadium at Mishawaka High School, 11-0 Mishawaka. Lucas Larson with a field goal. That was on the heels of a touchdown, a two-point conversion on the opening position for Mishawaka. Taking advantage of that good field position, now Larson will kick this one high and out of bounds one more time. And I don't know if that was the game plan or not. By the steam I see running yeah. off of Keith <laughs> Kinder's head, I don't believe it was. But guess what? When the three points counted... Lucas Larson nailed it. Yeah, well. But, but, but for the second time, great field <laughs> position here for for Northridge to start on this offensive possession. Right, and this is where coaching comes into play. You see both, you know, a number of coaches talking to him, Keith Kinder down there saying, like, here's what we need to do. Uh, but you got to be happy about the field goal. So you kind of you got to take it both ways right now. Also, kicker's coach Dean McCool. 
trying to calm down his first-year kicker. So underway offensively is Northridge, and they'll drop back to pass the southpaw. Carrington throws over the middle. He's got a man complete with a leaping diving catch out past the 45 to the 48-yard line. Good grab on the fly pattern there is Chase Clark. That was a well-thrown football. Absolutely. And a good good adjustment there to you know, get a hold of it and, and hang on to it going to the ground. And he was excited. He was hyped when he got up off the ground to get that first down. Four receivers, two left, two right. And the inside handoff, it'll go McLean Miller's way, and he'll push it right up center stage, past midfield, past the 45, up to the 42, or check that to the 44-yard line, rather. On that first down run, gain of about seven. Yeah. Second down and three at 333, first quarter. First time we've seen him get that downhill run. Miller got a hold of it, and he, he didn't get touched until he's two or three yards down the field. And he gets some speed. He's a pretty big, pretty big kid out there. He's going to get moving and able to get seven, six, seven yards out of that. Which McLean Miller for Northridge, what we see tonight, the one who scored five touchdowns right. in the opening night win against Adams, or possibly uh, what last week he was uh, shut down more so by the Elkhart Lion defense in the Elkhart win 28-7. Now on second down, the Carrington pass and a little slant out to the far right side. Over to the uh, far sideline and Northridge's bench area. Alex Eby, the intended receiver, it is incomplete. So that stops the clock, 3.08 first quarter. And now a big third down, 33 play here for Northridge. Shotgun, Carrington looks, screen near side. Passes complete and right in his tracks he is buried. Chase Clark, but it's going to be very close depending on the spot, whether it's a Raider first down or not. Either way, it's going to be close. Right now they put fourth on the chains, but it's pretty close. Yeah, they and are going to say fourth down. They're not going to measure. Clock continues to roll. That was a huge play by Malik Washington. I mean, that was a pretty quick pass out to the near tackle. side here, and he just came flying in and stopped him just short. That was his seventh solo tackle on the season. Malik Washington, one of two cornerbacks, along with Trey Thomas. Thomas is senior, along with Washington, who wears the number one on his jersey. Two wideouts and a full house backfield with a shotgun. And they'll go with the kind of a pistol look almost, but instead they're just going to go right up the middle. And a different quarterback, Carrington, rotated out. And number 27 on a jersey, who we don't have on our roster. So I'm wondering, did Carrington's number 18, no, 18's still out there. I thought maybe Carrington's jersey got uh, a bit of malfunction or maybe some blood on it. But one of the Raiders who we don't have on the roster, I'm sure there was a, a jersey number adjustment, right. but came in on that uh, Wildcat play. Now, snap, Carrington, shotgun, back to pass on first and ten. He'll throw to the right side, and under-throwing the intended receiver was Carrington. That would be Chase Clark, the intended receiver, who dove a little too early on a first down play. And again, every first down tonight, sponsored by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. That incompleted pass on first and ten stops the clock at a minute 52. Northridge does have the ball in caveman territory for the first time tonight, but right now facing a big second and ten play. Shotgun Carrington, the left the left hander steps back, throws a little screen, dumps it out to Miller. Miller at the 40, up to the 35, breaks a tackle, 25, up to the 20, and from behind he's brought down right around the 15-yard line. Brady Newsom from the free safety position had to make the tackle with help from Malik Washington. 
But the Raiders certainly giving Mishawaka a different look than on their first possession here in these late stages of period number one. Yeah, beautifully set up screenplay there. They got a couple linemen out in front, and he caught the pass. Miller caught it, and there was nobody within any distance of him. And then you got a couple blockers, and then he ran hard. So able to get big plays, 16-yard line. Raiders with three receivers left, one to the right. Inside handoff, fullback McLean Miller gets his number five called. And Carrington with that handoff. They will push it right up the middle for maybe a yard gain. From the 16 down to the 15. It'll be second and nine. At 11 to play here in this opening period with Mishawaka leading 11 to nothing. That's an unusual score. That's right. This is this is what I think Coach Kinder was talking about adversity. Your defense have given up some plays here. Now they're inside the red zone. What do you do as a defense now when they're at the 15 and, and threatening to score? Cavemen have given up only 255 total yards coming into tonight. And now on the rollout, Carrington pump fakes, looks up the middle, has an open, he'll sprint for the end zone right at the middle, touchdown Northridge. Raiders did a great job with their three receivers left, one receiver right, just kind of spreading the defense out. Carrington with a pump fake, got a couple more defenders to bite, and he went untouched that final 15 yards for a Northridge touchdown, and they cut the lead now for Mishawaka down to five. Yeah, great play there by Carrington. I mean, he got out, it was a... It was a designed rollout and he very clearly knew I've got a choice I can throw it to somebody if they're open but I got lots of green in front of me and he was untouched into the end zone so a point after conversion now for Northridge or will they go for two based on it being a five-point ball game they are going to go for the two-point conversion here full house backfield with a shotgun to the quarterback and then they'll hand it inside to Miller and Miller will be met basically at the line of scrimmage by the caveman defense, all dressed in maroon tonight. So the two-point conversion fails, but a timeout on the field, 43 seconds to play first quarter. Raiders are on the board. It's Mishawaka 11, Northridge 6. You're two with Mishawaka caveman football. A 96-1 the time. A couple of updates for you on the U.S. Signcrafters School Board, other Northern Lakes Conference action on this Friday, September 2nd. First quarter, Northwood down at Andrews Field leads Concord 7-0. Goshen down in Syracuse, they lead Wawasee 7-zip. And also tonight, Warsaw and Plymouth, the oldest continuing football rivalry in the state. Really? Still going on, 100-some years. But they're playing tonight down on the turf at Warsaw High School. And they'll score to report on that contest. Of course, the Tigers come in 2-0, and Plymouth having their struggles at 0-2. So the ensuing kick now after the Northridge score and failed for a two-point conversion, fielded by Chaz Hardy at the three, brought forward to the 10-15, and he hits a quick wall at the 19-yard line as he's upended by a couple of very stout Northridge defenders, Jaden Medina and Caleb Vextra in on the stop. Well, and here, here's where the cavemen ha haven't been this year, giving up points early here in the first quarter 37 seconds to go in in the quarter now they got the ball back they they got stopped they did get the field goal which was huge but now what do you do after you got stopped and you haven't been stopped really all all season so the caveman will go to work now first and 10 again ball marked at the 19 yard line in caveman territory they lead it 11 to 6 behind center fisher takes it fumbled on the exchange loose ball and i think northridge has recovered Fisher came out of center. He and Miller did not make a connection. The handoff was to go Miller's way off right tackle. And a fumble and an immediate 
change of momentum as Northridge will take possession at 30 seconds first quarter. So each team with a fumble, each team with a turnover. The first turnover by Northridge led to three points for Mishawaka. But now the Raiders knocking on the door with great field position, hoping to maybe take the lead. Uh, yeah. with a score here. But it looked like Fisher just got it off to Miller and maybe he didn't just secure it right, but he did get hit. And so there was some some sort of contact there by somebody. I don't know if it was an offensive lineman or a defender and that ball just came flying out and then it kind of sat there for a second. It, you saw it come out and then there was about four Northridge guys ready to get it before Brady Fisher was there. So right back on offense goes Cade Carrington and the Northridge Raiders trailing by five points, 11 to six. Well, and right now they were one man short. They had no running back in the backfield, so they just ran somebody on. Jaden Medina, who was in on that special teams play that stopped Hardy a few moments ago, he's running in on a 9-1-1 mission from the sideline and gets the handoff and pushes back to the line of scrimmage for no gain. It'll be second down at 20 seconds, first quarter. Cavemen and Raiders in their third ever meeting between the two schools, which started just two years ago in football when Mishawaka joined the Northern Lakes Conference. Cavemen are 2-0. and The Raiders looking for their first one ever in this series. And the final seconds of the first quarter are going to tick down here at Steel Stadium. Twelve minutes in the books here from Mishawaka High School. And our score after one, an interesting football battle just beginning to brew. Mishawaka 11, Northridge 6. We'll have second quarter play-by-play after this. You're in two with Mishawaka High School football on 96-1 the time. We turn the page to quarter number two. Subbing in for Sean Styers. I'm Brian Miller, Matt Rendell alongside with tonight's play-by-play, and Matt Emery spin the dials back on our 96-1 The Ton Studios in downtown South Bend. 12 minutes of the books, 11-6 Mishawaka. It's been a, kind of a, started out very dominantly the first six minutes. These last six minutes have been, uh, I guess, not by the textbook uh, that either coach probably would have handwritten going into this ballgame, Matt. Yeah, and Northridge has a chance here now again inside the red zone. And, and they're, re- they're ready to try to take advantage. Second and nine, they've got a chance to score, uh, try to take the lead. That missed two-point conversion means they need to get a touchdown to take the lead, or they can't tie it right now. So see what they can do here to start the second quarter. Carrington settles up behind center, Logan Bickle. Shotgun snap, he fumbles it. Loose ball on the turf. He'll pick it up. He'll scramble left. He'll throw over the middle. A wide-open receiver. Jacob Babaya by a hold on for a Northridge touchdown. Alex Eby on the fumble and or juggled snap. That drew some attention from some caveman defenders who left EB wide, wide open, right near the end zone. He almost dropped the ball, but somehow cradled it and held on to it to get six, and Northridge will grab a lead of one, 12 to 11. I mean, about everything happened there. You had the bad snap, fumble ball. He didn't even pick it up right away. You almost saw it like just dive on it. He kind of rolled out, got away from the defense, and wide open receiver in the end zone. And then going through his hands, and he just barely picked it up off the ground. I was surprised it didn't drop. There was a flag on the play, and it was a sideline warning against Northridge. Well, they can't help they were excited. That's right. I would have been too. Sideline warning against Northridge. No yardage will be marked off. No actual penalty here. However, on our first play of period number two, Northridge is going to go for two to try to take the three-point lead. Settling in, back to pass, Carrington, and we've got a mess on the snap. The ball didn't come loose. There was no fumble. There were just people moving everywhere well before the snap. And procedure against the Raiders will cost them some yardage, and let's see if they 
continue to attempt the two, or will they go for one? I'm sure they're going to go for two to try and uh, take the advantage, but hey, you never know. Well, and, and there was three flags that got thrown, it looked like there, so it was pretty clear they knew what happened. So we'll see what they do. It looks like they're going to line up for two again. Although Dylan Ritchie hit 36 point after conversions last year and three field goals in their run to the Class 4A state championship. He's a pretty good kicker. Carrington takes a snap, looks right, looks right, throws right, ball over to Jethro Hostetler who jumps in the air one-handed and makes the catch for a rare two-point conversion. And Northridge has smacked Mishawaka with 14 straight points and they lead by three. Yeah, great pass and catch there on the two-point conversion. Juggled it and got it and 14 to 11. Ever since the caveman jumped out on that field goal of 11 to nothing, all big no, all momentum has been all on the side of the green and yellow. Northridge on the road tonight in their travel whites. They're playing confidently like the home team. Absolutely. Well, and then just two great plays, the, the touchdown catch and then the two-point conversion catch, both really good plays by uh, quarterback keeping his composure, receivers juggling balls and catching them. So really good job all around. And Northridge took the lead, and they look confident, like you said. So now the cavemen will go to work on the offensive side here to try to bounce back. They started out like a house on fire offensively with the one-two punch of Brady Fisher to either Norvell Miller or Chaz Hardy. And in those early stretches, Northridge did not have an answer for the caveman offense, or the uh, Northridge defense, rather, had no answer for the Mishawak offense. But since the score became 11 to nothing. Right around the 6.30 mark in period number one, Northridge has dominated this and put together 14 straight points and certainly took advantage of that Mishawaka fumble that set them up with excellent, excellent field position. Deep line drive kick, backpedaling and fielded at the two. Brought straight forward to the 15, up to the 20, and right there like a brick wall, special team tackle there for... Northridge will bottle up Brady Newsom, the six-foot sophomore special teamer. He was back there with Chess Hardy and Mason Smith, Bean Smith, others on the kick return team. But Newsom brings it back where they mark him at the 20, we'll say 26-yard line. So that's where Mitchell Walker will start first and 10 and certainly wanting to grab some momentum back here like they had that first six minutes of football. Yeah, and they're going to have to get going on the ground. You've got to stick with what you have. You're only down three. You've got a chance here. Kind of move the ball down the field. Number one, holding on to the ball, which has been they've been good at it this, this season. They've not put it on the ground. But right after that fumble, you see Chaz Hardy coming in at fullback. Caveman will send in motion Ethan Price, but instead a little delay and a handoff right up the middle to Chaz Hardy, who's playing the fullback spot this time. When Hardy goes to the fullback spot, Bryce comes in at the halfback and or the wing position. And that handoff to Hardy nets four yards to make it second and six. We're at the 11.25 mark, and the clock ticking here in period number two from Steel Stadium. Great crowd on hand. Second home game in consecutive weeks. This is the only time the Cayman will play back-to-back -back home games this year. In fact, they played three of their final four games on the road this season. Fake of the handoff, up the middle, big hole, Brady Fisher, he's got the first down and more past the 50, and dives into Raider territory, dropped to the 48. And a great read there by Fisher, he kept it from, from Miller there, and he was able to kind of get around the outside, and nobody was there, he got down the field, 
Couldn't quite outrun a couple guys, but he was able to get a good gain, get out to the 48. Brady Fisher, who had 24 carries for an even 200 yards coming in, averaging just over 8 yards per carry. He almost triplicated that average with a 22-yard yeah. run. And a first down brought to you by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. Caveman on the march. Trying to bounce back with this three-point deficit right now. And the handoff up the middle. Big hole. Middle to the outside. Ice ran open to the 20, to the 15, to the 10, 5. Touchdown. Touchdown, Mishawaka. Just like that. The caveman who's bad. And the 48-yard gain of Bob Miller. His first touchdown of the season. And he's got the speed. He's on the track team. He's a very good runner. If he can get out in the open, that's what he can do. And he got out in the open, and nobody had a chance of catching him there. That is called responding with a capital R. Three-point caveman lead. Let's see if they go for two or they're going to go the conventional point. Yes, they are. We see Lucas Larson out there lining up the point after conversion. He hit the field goal earlier for three points. Well, they're down a person, so Brady oh, you, Fisher came you over need the sideline. You really need a holder. Well, no, Fisher was out there. He came over to the sideline to say, hey, we need one more person to block here. Snap is there. Fisher with the hole. The kick has the distance, and the kick is good. Lucas Larson's point after conversion makes this a caveman four-point lead. 10.36 to go. Second quarter, an old-fashioned NLC shootout. Mishawaka 18, Northridge 14. It's Mishawaka High School football here on 96.1 The Ton and the Mishawaka Network. Along with Matt Rendell, I'm Brian Miller. Remember the rules like in kickball or <laughs> wiffle ball or basketball, like the game's over when the porch light goes on, or I think first one to 40 is going to win this one tonight. But either way, the kick by Larson is picked up around the 32-yard line by the Raiders of Northridge and brought back forward to the 35-yard line. Kick return there by Blaine Willis. And now Mishawaka with the momentum back on their side after allowing 14 consecutive points. Much of that thanks to a turnover that set Northridge up in great field position. Puts them back in the lead, but a concern here on the sideline. Right now, maybe Hannah Hess is the most valuable right. player of this caveman football team. She's the trainer. Right, there's two things. Chaz Hardy's at the athletic trainer's table there, has his helmet down. The other thing I wanted to point out after the touchdown run, as Novell Miller was coming to the sideline, you saw Keith Kinder giving him, like, the arms out, like I told you. Like, if you just listen, if you just do what we're saying, we got you, you know, and so he got that big run. Raiders going from left to right now. Early stages of period two. Carrington with the inside handoff. McLean Miller, the fullback, will bulldoze his way from the line at the 35 to the 40 for a pickup of five. Well, and, and Miller, like you, bulldoze is probably the best word there. I mean, he took that. He just runs downhill. He, he's going to take all that contact you give him, and he gets a couple extra yards. So you got to get him a little bit earlier than that if you're the caveman defense. Up front for Northridge, their offense presented by Bethel University Athletics. Logan Bickle, 5'11", 200-pound senior. He is the center. Phil Ankrum and Johiah Kerr are the guards. Kerr is 6'1", 195, and Ankrum 5'11", 205 as this running play comes near right side for the Raiders. And they will push it out to this near sideline for a pickup of about two. Cade Sains on the carry. Elsewhere up front for Northridge, Cohen Lance, 6'2", 220-pound junior. He's one tackle and one of two two-way starters. And definitely the most experienced Returning offensive lineman, 6'4", junior, Wyatt Bowles. He is an offensive tackle. He is a load. And penalty flags as the Raiders take the snap and go with an inside handoff to McLean Miller. Procedure against the Raiders. I didn't see that sign, but I picked up the yep. great, great cue from public address announcer Mike Bresky. Had a lot of fun working with him in the basketball season. Absolutely. 
Great to see him. You know, I brought up his golf game, but he, he, he didn't want to <laughs> talk about it. He walked away, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, he shunned reti- me. Retired now. He's, he's liking that, but he likes to come back and do these games here, be able to do the PA announcement. Does so a great we're job. We're lucky to have him, honestly. That's another one. Two yeah. receivers left, two receivers right, and all kinds of motion. That looked like a bad junior high dance. Yeah, Everybody that was, was tough. moving, but no one was in rhythm. It was really bad. Yeah, the ball didn't move, though. So <laughs> it was really moving. bad. And that was right in front of us. That was on the near side of offensive line. But now you've gotten two in a row. You've lost 10 yards after you gained eight. You had a good run on first down. You had a, a short pass on second down. And now you had third and two, which is pretty easy if you can get that, especially with a running back like Miller. But right now you've lost 10 yards, and that is now third and 12. The biggest eater in my house, Cole Chalberg, just came in at <laughs> defensive end position. I teased my wife I was going to say that tonight. There you she go. Says, you got it in. You didn't. And yes, I did. Snap. Roll out. Carrington looking downfield. Has time. The slinger will fire it over wow. three defenders. And a great lunging, diving catch by Chase Clark for a Raider first down. What a throw on the run by Kate Carrington. Yeah, I mean, he kind of rolled out to the left. That's the same play it looked like they ran when he ran it in for the touchdown. This time, he saw a guy, kind of went down low, side-armed it, and got it over a bunch of defenders and right to his guy. And then a, a great adjustment in the air to make that catch. Old NFL fans would remember a Kenny the Snake Stabler or Jim Zorn type of throw right there. Back to pass, near side, left. He throws it. It is caught and dropped. Incomplete. Intended there for Kate Sains. And on the second down or on the first down snap, Raiders were trying to kind of get a That's hurry right, up yeah. bit of uh, motion going there and or hurry up possession. Well, and, and they had a big play, so they were trying to move, and now they, they've kind of slowed it down. But second and ten as they got that big first down on the big pass. Two wideouts left, two wideouts right. Inside handoff goes to McLean Miller, and he will wait for traffic to clear and push out past the 35 to the 33, diving forward for a gain of eight. Yeah, really good run there by Miller. And then as he got tripped up, he said, I'm just going to get these extra yards and dive forward and get three or four more. So McLean Miller who had five touchdowns against South Bend. John Adams hasn't scored, but he's ran really, really officially and very strongly for this Raider club, who trails it by four. 808. Till halftime, Mishawak 18, Northwood 14, or Northridge, rather, That's 14. Right. And the inside handoff goes off left tackle. And it's going to be close. Orozco almost had him in the backfield, but just missed, and he's able to get a couple yards. We'll see what they say. Chase Clark on the carry. A short pickup, and just enough, though, for that first down, and another first down. This one for the Raiders, sponsored by Kevin Putz up first, Midwest Mortgage. And a luxury for, for any team to have a, a running back, fullback like Miller, who can just get the ball and just run it downhill, get you two or three every time. Shotgun formation, Carrington behind center, Bickle takes the snap, looking right, pump fakes that way. Now he'll go up top, throws downfield, intended here to the near right side. Intended for Sains. Defending on the play, Mishawaka cornerback Trey Thomas, but a penalty flag on the play. Yeah, and that looked like a penalty that was going to be on maybe a defensive back here. Maybe Trey Thomas or somebody else. They threw it right at the sideline over here. See, Isaac Valdez, Trey Thomas, and Aiden Hooten in the neighborhood all anxiously awaiting the arrival of this official announcement. 7.31 to play here in our first half. Mishawaka scored the first 11. Northridge bounced back to score 14 straight. And the Cavemen responded on a 48-yard Norvell Miller run. 
at 10.36 the period and the point after conversion made in our current score of 18-14. So they, they motion sideline warning, but they also motion personal foul. But are they marching any yardage off? Yes, they are now. And it's going to go against Mishawaka. Yeah, they are going to give him a personal foul. They did give a sideline warning earlier to Northridge, and there wasn't one given over here. I wonder if there was actual contact with the official. Or were there, was the sideline warning one item and maybe the penalty oh, was point. another? That's a good point. Either way, yardage marked off against the caveman, and Northridge now will get an automatic first down. Brought to you by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. First and 10 at the caveman 16. Shotgun snap. Carrington turns inside for the handoff. Right up the middle, it is Miller. He'll push his way to the end zone, but hold everything. Well, there was whistles of down, and he was not down. He ran all the way to the end zone with the tacklers on him. But when you blow the whistle, what do you do? Stops play whether it's inadvertent or not. Right. Now the lead official, the referee, will walk over here and talk to the side judge on this near sideline near Mishawaka's and it doesn't side of the field. Yeah, it doesn't happen this clearly, that he was very clearly not down, and there was whistles being blown. I wonder what they're going to do. You see a shrug of the shoulders, two sets of palms going straight up and down, That's right. and a uh, shrug of the shoulders again by Cade Sines. So I'm assuming this is going to go against... The Raiders. Not a penalty, but just a down by contact. Right. With whistle stop the play. And instead of a touchdown for six points for Northridge, let's see where they're going to mark it. Looks like it's around the 16. Yep, at the 16, second 10. They'll say no gain. So they'll say he got to the line and was stopped, and that's when they blew the whistle. Carrington, handoff. Miller sweeps outside left for about a yard. It looks kind of like they just replayed first down, Brian. Like he was holding up two that time. Unless, well, the, the field marker and the scoreboard wouldn't both be off. Carrington, <laughs> inside handoff on second down and ten. A good submarine tackle there by Katie Williams. His second consecutive solo tackle on the fullback, McCain Miller. Miller, who got about a yard and a half last time, picks up another yard and a half this time. So now third and seven. This will be third and seven. We're at 640 before half. Mishawaka right now grasping to a four-point lead at 18-16. Yeah, so I think they just replayed that first down on that, that inadvertent whistle. And so I think right now it's listed at third down and seven, and I think that's what everybody's agreed to. I'm not sure Northridge will agree, but they were right. willing to agree. <laughs> that's right. I mean, it's better than second and, down. <laughs> and the bottom line is they had no choice the better because the guys in stripes, they, they rule the roost here. Third and six now. Well, they've moved the ball up now. Illegal substitution came in. So okay. a Mishawaka substitution that was illegal cost five yards. I didn't see a penalty flag. Yeah, I didn't either. But the penalty was assessed nonetheless. 5.55 here before halftime. Mishawaka up by four, 18-14, but the Raiders of Northridge knocking on the door. Carrington in the shotgun formation. Miller, the single setback, and now a timeout defensively by Mishawaka. We'll do the same, 5.45 to play before the half. Caveman by four. What a second quarter. That's We're back right. after this. Uh, 96 won the ton. Along with Matt Rendell from the Mishawaka Network, I'm Brian Miller. Sean Steyer is under the weather and 
enjoying the night off. Hope he's feeling better. Some updates for you on the U.S. Sidecrafter scoreboard. High school football, week number three action from the conference. Northwood at home leads Concord 17-0. Warsaw at home leads Plymouth 21-0. And Goshen on the road leads Wawasee 7-0. Here the timeout by Mishawaka defensively. And now third and one from the seven-yard line for Northridge. Carrington, shotgun snap. Gives it inside to Miller. Miller got hit at the line of scrimmage, but on a spin move, surged forward. He broke out of the tackle by Jackson Snyder and was able to get to the five-yard line for the first down. Yeah, Third and one, they get about two and a half. Really great effort there by Miller. I mean, he got hit, right, like you said, right at the line of scrimmage, and he just spun. He just kept those legs moving, spun out of it, and was able to get forward for a couple yards. So now first and goal to go, Northridge, at 5.30, clock moving here before halftime. 20, or check that, 18-14, our score. And the deep handoff to Miller, and he gets right back to that line of scrimmage, and he is met with an exclamation point by caveman defenders. It was Orozco in on the hit. Also, Dustin Nowacki in on the defensive stop. And Carmine Orozco had a big week last week, and just a sophomore out here for the caveman, like, got big, big play so far. Carrington back to pass, little slant pass over the middle left. A little slant pass intended there for number 22, Cade Saints. One thing I've noticed since Northridge has kind of gotten some of the momentum or has had more momentum and certainly has had command more of this last, say, 12 to 14 minutes of football, they're at a faster pace. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, and here they slowed it down, but they've made four subs to come in, and so we'll see what that does to them here now on a third, big third down as your third and goal at the five. I'm not sure you call it a hurry-up offense, but right. it certainly has been a different pace by the Raider offense, whether they've ran the football or effectively passed the ball. And certainly Carrington's arm and those, those, that receiver core is something to be reckoned with. So third and five now. Third and or goal to go from the five. Shotgun snap. Carrington inside handoff. Miller, he will blast right up center stage, and he'll get it down to about the two. Well, they actually brought in that 27 at quarterback that time, so I wonder if that's some sort of kind of wildcat option look that they have. Either way, the surge up the middle will drop the runner short of the goal line. So fourth down, fourth and two, and a timeout on the field. I did not see who took the yeah, timeout. Was, it was Mishawaka that they pointed to. So Mishawaka takes their second timeout. They got one left. So a caveman timeout defensively. We will take a 30-second timeout with our score. Mishawaka 18, Northridge 14, back in 30 ticks. We're just a few minutes away from the Mishawaka Education Foundation Halftime Report. Gene Huppert, Director of Athletics for Mishawaka Schools, will visit with new caveman boys basketball coach Bernie Bender. That'll be coming up on our Halftime Report. Here are the timeout, Mishawaka needing a stop on fourth and goal from the two. Leading by four, handoff, Miller, off left tackle, he'll push forward and bulldoze his way into the end zone. Touchdown, Northridge. And the Raiders regain the lead. Yeah, just big, hard run there. I mean, they gave it to him. He ran right through a tackler and stood up like he was standing up in the end zone after he ran through that tackle. So the seesaw of scoring after an 11-0 Mishawaka lead, Northridge tallied 14 unanswered points. Mishawaka surged back with a quick score on the big run by Miller from 48 yards. And the after conversion made it 18-14. And now this touchdown... And conversion makes it 21 to 18. So the touchdown run by McLean Miller, who had five scores in opening night 
Action versus Adams. He gets his first tally here tonight. And the Raiders with their third. They get the hat trick here in period number two. They lead Mishawaka in this Northern Lakes Conference clash. 446 before the break. Northridge 21, Mishawaka 18. We're back after this. You're two with Mishawaka K-Band football. So Dylan Ritchie, who hit the point after conversion to give the visiting Northridge Raiders the lead of three. He will send this with high sailing kind of a propeller type of kick that will bounce at the four-yard line and scurry into the end zone for a touchback. And the caveman of Mishawaka will have the ball come out to start first and ten at the 20-yard line. Got a little nervous there. That one took a sideways bounce a couple times. Didn't know if it was going to make the end zone, but turned in there at the end. So since that 11-0 Mishawaka lead... Northridge has outscored the Cavemen 21-7. Adjustments, thoughts, what have you seen? Yeah, I mean, I don't think the Cavemen have changed. I mean, what's happened here, they got the big run by Miller. They they came back and scored after after kind of going down. But the defense really has struggled. They've, they've given up a lot of yards to, to Miller on, on those first and second downs. And, uh, and a couple big passes from Northridge, too, have helped them regain the lead. Cavemen will employ two wings, single setback. That will be Norrell Miller, and Miller will just surge straight up the gut from the 20 to the 26 for a gain of six. On the opening couple of possessions, they were averaging five, five and a half, six, six and a half yards per carry, and maybe they just get back to their bread and butter offense. Well, and they definitely average more of that on the last <laughs> drive because of the big runs by both Fisher and Miller. But right now, Cavemen, I mean, that big third down pass, that third and 12 pass by Northridge was huge for them, so see what the cavemen can do. Fisher behind center. They will go heavy to the right with an extra blocker out that way as Chris Gronkowski and Fisher on the fake to Miller will keep it himself and go to that heavy side of the offensive line and surge forward to the 35-yard line. Gate of nine. Really good keep there by Fisher. I thought he handed it to Miller there. Miller got stopped up and he kind of pulled it back last second able to get nine yards. I'm here to tell you even with the field glasses That's with right. the binoculars <laughs> it still faked me out too so don't feel bad. Fisher behind center, takes a snap, he will fake to Miller, he will scamper to the outside, out past the 40 to the 42. Unbalanced line, heavy on one side, again to the right, and they go that way and pick up six. So a couple of nifty runs here on first down, and each first down tonight brought to you by Kevin Putz of first Midwest Mortgage, 340 here before half. Raiders of North Ridge lead at 21-18. Cavemen on the march, though, getting closer to the midfield stripe here from the 42. Fisher behind center. Long count. Fakes the handoff. Miller keeps it himself. He will follow the leader up the middle to the 50. It has the first down yardage of more past the midfield equator. And a caveman a little shaken up on the play. That is not good. That's Garrett Ginter, caveman starting center. Yeah, and he's hurt coming into the season as well, so hopefully it's not serious, but he's on the ground right now and doesn't look to be in uh, too much comfort. Well, he's had, a, he's had a knee problem. Yeah, he was just pointing to that knee too, it looked like, as he goes back down. And Keith Kinder and athletic trainer Anna Roberts will head out that way, and we'll take an injury timeout. 3.18 to play here. In period number two, Northridge leading Mishawaka 21-18. The injured player, Garrett Ginter, for Mishawaka. As they check him out, we'll take this break back after this of 96-1 the ton. Fans giving a round of applause for the injured caveman, senior, senior starting center, Garrett Ginter. He is one of basically five offensive linemen that are seniors. Uh, Ginter along with 
Chris Gronkowski, Cole Chalberg, Tanner Parmalee, and certainly the All-Stater Dawson Nowacki. They have uh, had a very, very good start to the season. And right now getting a little baptism by fire is Reese Sellers, another senior. But he will take the offensive snap and get it to Brady Fisher. It is a perfect exchange. And Fisher on the keeper keeps it simple out from the line of scrimmage. The 49 picks up six, maybe seven. We'll call it six out to the 43-yard line. So Sellers probably taking a deep breath, getting that uh, that first snap off. And let's see if the caveman can continue a good fluid set of offensive plays here now. They're on the march here with Fisher going Miller on the tackle right push and out to the 40 pick up another three so third down now third and about one at 231 to play here in this second quarter during halftime with Northridge leading here on the road 21-18 this is a big big third down conversion yeah the injury is tough but Sellers had a lot of reps because like we said Ginsler was hurt coming into this season so he was doing the practice reps and then it's also good to see Chaz Hardy's been out there, uh, so that injury stuff doesn't look to be bothering him too much. That is very, very key. Hardy is a wingman near to the near left right now. Fisher behind center takes the snap, gives it there to Miller. Miller will surge straight forward, and he will be shoveled for a stop, but he did get enough forward progress for the first down. Well, not just enough. I mean, he got three or four yards there. He's all the way down. It looks like they're going to mark him at the... 38 maybe well I can tell you why I thought that because I was looking at the wrong officials putting his foot <laughs> on the ground yeah he got out to the 37 so three yards after I mean by the end he was back four or five yards but he got those three yards in the first down so caveman in a bit of a hurry up right now with a minute 45 before halftime taking the football with Fisher behind center takes it to Miller he tries to slither outside on the fake and go and he is wrapped up by a host of a couple of defenders, including Brock Thompson from the outside linebacker position for North Ridge. A gain of four there for Brady Fisher. And now the Caveman Junior quarterback in his core will go to work here trying to regain the lead or maybe tie the game if Lucas Larson can get in field goal range. As we go to halftime here, Miller, the single setback. Two wings, one left, one right back to pass. Fisher, near side, throws it up for grabs. Trey Thomas, the intended receiver, and that is all kinds Pass interference there. Yeah, there. Trey Thomas had to try to go through the defender there to, to get the ball, so we'll see what they call. Now the officials will discuss it. I'm not sure where the discussion's at. Yeah, Hardy's limping off again here to the sideline as he goes down right as he gets over to the sideline. Trainers Anna yeah. Roberts and Hannah Hess meet him first. Let's see now. Yeah, they did call pass interference on the defense there. So they'll mark it off from the line of scrimmage and give Mishawak an automatic first down well, brought to you by Kevin Putz at First Midwest Morgan. And that's huge. Caveman only had the one timeout. We're down to a minute nine, so that gets them a lot of yards, puts it down to the 19, it looks like, of Northridge. Raider defender Jethro Hochstetler arguing that call with the near side official who threw the flag. 69 seconds to go before half. Caveman trailing by three, 21 18. So the possession first down on the penalty. Now they'll keep it with Brady Fisher on the fake to the fullback. And he will run off right tackle and try to cut it up the middle. And he'll be tripped up around the 14-yard line for a gain of about five, maybe six. 
and I only have the one timeout. That clock's running at 50 seconds right now. See what they do here. You're definitely in field goal range for Larson, but the caveman wants six. Fisher, option pitch, near side, Bean Smith, big ball, to the outside, to the 10, and then to the 5, and down to the 2. Ethan Bryce just couldn't get the angle he needed, and it's dropped at the 2-yard, actually the 3-yard line. Yeah, and a good good kind of juke there on the outside, and another, like you said, good block by Smith. That gets him down to first and goal. First and 10, Caveman, or rather first and goal to go, Caveman. That first down brought to you by Kevin Potts of First Midwest Mortgage and Novell Miller. They'll blast right up center stage, and he has stopped at the one. Actually, about the half-yard right. line. So a timeout taken by Keith Kinder and the Mishawaka Caveman, their final timeout of the half. Northridge still has all three of theirs remaining. Yeah, a little surprised that they took that timeout. There's still 28 seconds. You can get up to the line there. I mean, we know they practice running QB sneaks, right? We've seen it for years. And you still had that timeout. You could have let that run a little bit maybe. But maybe inexperienced. We had some injuries we talked about. You know, fullback is, is kind of first time starting. So maybe he's just trying to be safe here. And probably trying to design two or three plays right. as we keep That's it right here. Again, the Mishawaka Education Foundation halftime report is coming up at the break. Matt Embry, during that time, will check scores from around the area on the U.S. Signcrafters scoreboard. Opening night in conference play in the Northern Lakes Conference. And some other big, big games around the area going on, including Penn hosting Indianapolis Cathedral over at TCU Freefield. Are you playing Illinois? Yeah, I, <laughs> I was waiting for that. And now, let's just hope... Especially for Hoosier fans, hoping the outcome is better than <laughs> oh, what it was for Purdue last night. That was night. tough. Last that night. was a rough one. So after the caveman timeout, they will go to work. Second down and goal from the one. Second and goal to go. 28 seconds, trailing by three. Fisher, snap, handoff. Miller, up the gut, touchdown, Mishawaka. Just fine-tuning everything. Don't forget, you've got a different center in there, making sure everything's kosher. Caveman a well used timeout. They regained the lead and they'll now go for the point after a try. That far side of the line might have got away with a little false start, but uh, they made it in and no fouls. Point after conversion now. Lucas Larson has been a busy boy. Out of the hole to Brady Fisher. Waiting for the snap. Oh, there was all kinds of motion. Kick is blocked. There was no penalty flag oh, on the play. That was there was movement yeah, everywhere. everywhere. And there was no flag from either side of the field. So point after conversion is blocked. Northridge with a big stop right there. We take a timeout. 25 seconds here before halftime. Mishawaka in this seesaw affair. Regains the lead. Caveman 24. Northridge 21. Back after this on 96-1 the time. Along with Matt Rendell from the Mishawaka Network, I'm Brian Miller, and pleasure to be with you here on week number three high school football. Sean Styers with the night off, a little under the weather today. Sean, hope you're feeling better in time for that big Irish and a high state game tomorrow, which we'll have on our sister station, Sunny 101.5, and of course, 960 AM WSBT, the sports leader. A little pooch kick there after the Mishawaka touchdown, and point after that was blocked. This one kind of slithers out of bounds. Lucas Larson. For the third time tonight, right. has kicked them all out of bounds. Now, is that the strategy? It's hard to say. The last couple of weeks, they've done a great job of playing keep away from the extraordinary kick returners for both Mishawaka Marion 
and for South and St. Joe. Well, and that one a little bit better at least. It didn't fly out of bounds on the fly. That one took a few hops, and, and if that could have took a good hop for the, the caveman, that would have stayed in bounds. So Northridge with three timeouts remaining. Mishawaka has used all their timeouts here in this first half. Northridge with all three timeouts, trailing by three, have 25 seconds to go, and they will need 65 yards to hit the end zone and regain the lead or line up a field goal attempt by a very, very potent kicker in Dylan Ritchie. 25 seconds to go here in our second quarter and a wild one from Steel Stadium. Cade Carrington, shotgun snap, looking left, going left, pass behind the receiver, but caught by Hochsteller. Hochsteller tries to angle to the out-of-bounds area and get out to stop the clock. Does he succeed in that effort? Let's see. Yes, he did. He got out of bounds just shy of the 45-yard line to pick up of about nine, and now a timeout by Northridge. So they'll burn their first of three timeouts remaining in the half. We'll take a break. 16 ticks to go before the break. With our timeout, Mishawaka leading Northridge 24-21. We're back after this on 96-1 the ton. One update for you on the U.S. Sinecrafters scoreboard in high school football. Penn and Indianapolis Cathedral at Kingsman lead the Irish 6-0. So 16 seconds ago, shotgun snap, bobbled and fumbled by Carrington. He'll pick it up, he'll throw it near side. Pass is complete, and a great tackle right at the 50-yard line by Mishawaka's Brady Newsom from the free safety position. And after the play, Northridge will burn their second timeout. We'll keep it right here with seven seconds to go. And actually, forward progress, they give him about a half yard into Mishawaka territory. So officially marked at the 49-yard line on the Mishawaka side of the field. Seven seconds to go before half. Mishawaka leading Northridge 24-21. We have had a seesaw affair with an 11-0 caveman lead. A couple of back-to-back Northridge scores to give the Raiders a 14-11 lead. A Norvell Miller touchdown run of 48 yards at 10-36 second quarter to make it 18-14 caveman. Then a McLean Miller, no relation, McLean Miller run for Northridge that gave the Raiders on that two-yard run and an extra point and a 21-18 three-point lead. And then just moments ago, Mishawaka on the one-year pl- the one-yard plunge rather. After the timeout by Norvell Miller, his second touchdown of the night. And that was at 25 seconds to go. And now you can hear the coaches right. booth to our left corrected the upstairs clock on adding a little bit of time, about eight-tenths of a second back on the clock. And they communicate that with one of the nearside assistant coaches in the headset. So now we're all set, and the timeout by Northridge. We're back to live action. Shotgun snap. Carrington takes it, fakes it. It's an end around. Now a little flea flicker. Throw downfield. Pass caught by Evie. Evie with lots of secondary men back. He will catch it. He will run it to the 31. And before they can get another playoff, time has expired. I'll hold everything. Yeah. I think maybe Northridge got a timeout with about a second to go. I think as long as he was down, there's no way they didn't get a timeout. I think they're going to have one more play here. Play covered 18 yards. So an 18 yard pickup from the 49 out to about the 31. And a timeout taken by Northridge. They got the timeout in before play had had uh, concluded. Well, and that was a, a, a little bit of a trick play there. Hosteller coming across, 
the formation and he got the kind of handoff or the pitch and then he threw it downfield. Good run after the catch, knowing you had a timeout. I think Northridge coaches would have wanted him to go down a little earlier, but I think they're going to get one more play. So the cavemen on defense now will play prevent, prevent, and more prevent right now. Yeah, they just Although there's a lot less, right. <laughs> there's a lot less real estate to defend. The snap of the football will take place at the Mishawaka 31-yard line. Hash mark right, eight tenths of a second remaining in the first half of play. Cavemen by three. Northridge looking to grab the lead here before the break. Carrington in the shotgun, takes the snap, final play of the half, rolls out, looking downfield, fumbles the ball, loose ball on the turf, and is picked up by a caveman defender, but the play had expired, and we go to halftime. Great pursuit by the caveman defense, really, really forcing the issue there for Carrington not to have time to throw, and flushed him out of the pocket, and then ultimately fumbled the ball, and we go to halftime. What a second quarter. Matt Rendell. Unbelievable. What a 12-minute second Jeez. quarter. We saw four different lead changes, and we go to the break with the Cavemen leading by three. Here at the break, Mishawaka 24, Northridge 21. We invite you to stay tuned. Our halftime report, presented by the Mishawaka Education Foundation, is just around the corner. Certainly in a little bit, we'll check some scoring and statistics. We'll recap this wild and wacky scoring that is uh, seeing seven different scoring plays, a couple of big fumbles and much, much more. We'll check the scoring and more and recap this first half. We will also check in with Matt Embry on the U.S. Signcrafter scoreboard. And here in just a few moments, Dean Huppert will join us, and he will visit with new Mishawaka head boys basketball coach Bodie Bender. All that and more on the way on our Halftime Report presented by the Mishawaka Education Foundation. For Matt Randall, I'm Brian Miller. Here again at the break, Mishawaka 24, Northridge 21. It's halftime. We're back after this. We turn the page to quarter number three. Along with Matt Randall from the Mishawaka Network, I'm Brian Miller. Oh, I've got to take care of some business. Hold on. I've got to, we should recue the music. I, I have to get this message out, I promise. A big shout-out to Ralph and Kathy Warner. They're down in Florida. They're Brady Fisher's grandparents. Okay. Hello from the Fisher That's family. Right. Ralph and Kathy Warner. They listen to every game right here on the uh, Mishawaka Network and, of course, with 96 won the ton. So welcome to the broadcast. Lots of folks listening all around, and the kick is fielded back at the 10. Brought straight up the gut to the 30, to the 40, to the 50, past midfield, past the 40, to the 30, 25-20, and finally brought down from behind is Jethro Hochstetler. A 70-yard kick return to begin this third quarter of play. A big kick return. I mean, no, really nobody touched him a while down the field. But I'll tell you what, really good play by Lucas Larson. And now you know why maybe they kicked it out of bounds a few times. That's true. Lucas Larson ch kind of chasing down. On it. He almost made him fumble. You saw him kind of bobble it. He almost had it behind his back. And Larson got the tackle, stopped him from scoring. So we have seen big mo momentum Absolutely. swings back and forth and back and forth in particular during that second quarter of play. And now Northridge starts off the second half of play with a big exclamation point. Just 15 seconds in, basically a 70-yard kick return, and they will start first and 10 at the Mishawaka 17-yard line. Cade Carrington, 6'2", 185-pound senior. It was a reserve quarterback a year ago, and this year as a senior running the show, wasn't expected to run the show, but gave the inside handoff there to McLean Miller, and Miller will bulldoze forward for two out to the 15. That is because Tag Gott 
He yeah. was kind of all-world. Had moved into the area, started at quarterback for Northridge last year. He was an all-stater, had 2,300 yards of total Oof. offense, 1,100 yards through the air with 15 touchdowns. Tag God had over 1,000, almost 1,100 yards rushing, nine scores, but moved back to Michigan. and back, I believe it's a schoolcraft. Yep. And thus has put Carrington back in this position. He's trying to push his team to a 1-0 start here in the Northern Lakes Conference season. It's that a heck of a ball game. Absolutely. They're trying to win on the road, which is not easy in the NLC. Carrington takes the snap, looks right, turns hands left to McCain. Miller, Miller cuts left, goes back up the middle, and a great cut up the middle and goes untouched in the end zone. Touchdown, Northridge, and they regain the lead back by three. Yeah, beautiful run there by Miller. He was going on the stretch kind of out to the far side there. Saw some defenders kind of stretching it out, right? Saw a hole, cut it right upfield, ran past some defenders, got into the end zone. I'm not sure if it's peripheral vision or, right. or seeing the field near and far, but looking up the field, saw that big opening yeah. and a 15-yard gallop on just the second play of the third quarter. And after, again, that great kick return set things up. And the point after conversion by Dylan Ritchie is good. So big momentum starting the third quarter for North Ridge. 10.52 to play here in period three. Fans, fasten your seatbelts. Right. We are just getting started with half number two. North Ridge 28, Mishawaka 24. You're in two with Mishawaka Caveman Football on 96 won the ton and the Mishawaka Network. Didn't I say sometime earlier the first team to 40? Yes. You know what? I think you said it more than once, Brian. I'm going to say it again. <laughs> we are just getting started here in this third quarter, along with Matt Rendell of the Mishawaka Network. I'm Brian Miller. Glad to have you with us. Subbing in for Sean Styers tonight. And what a doozy, what a nail-biter to start this NLC season. 1-1 Northridge, leading 2-0 Mishawaka, 28-24. On the kick, high and deep, fielded right around the 7-yard line, brought straight up the gut by the Cavemen special teams, and returned back to the 25-yard line by Brady Newsom. Now, a few things of concern, not just the scoreboard. Caveman had a couple players nicked up in that yeah. first half. Garrett Ginter at center. Also, Chaz Hardy, a halfback and playing some fullback tonight. Very curious what we see there. But as we check, we see Car- we see Ginter heading back out as the center. That's great news. I know he has had all kinds of knee issues over the last several months. And a part of this mammoth 26-member senior class. Fisher, handoff, up the gut. Just a small amount of running room there for Miller. And Norvell Miller will push it forward for about a yard and a half. We'll call it second down and eight. 10.30 to go here in our third quarter. That 70-yard kick return set up the Raider offense at a McLean-Miller run. Of 15 yards with a point after conversion made it our current 28 14 or 28 24 score rather fisher fakes this time to miller will keep it himself and slither out to the right and then cut it up the middle out to the 34 yard line for another pickup of about seven and i believe a first down or not it's gonna be very very close gonna say short by about a yard so third and one 28 24 third and one is not a big deal to Keith Kinder to say, we, we've got plays for this. We know we can get one yard in one play, maybe if we need a second. Now, Bean Smith in motion out to the near weak side of the field and the short side, and they'll try to go off right tackle with a misdirection. And a first down. A little different look. have not seen that play this year that I recall. But they brought Bean Smith in motion out here to the near left-hand side, and then on that far side right, 
They overloaded it with offensive linemen and with a surge got a couple of yards for the K-Man first down brought to you by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. Yeah, we haven't seen Chaz Hardy out there. He is right next to Kyle Shaw, offensive coordinator down there, so see what he can do if he's going to come back in. Unbalanced line heavy to this near left-hand side. And a offside penalty against the Raiders offensive, or rather defensively. A penalty will give Mishawaka five yards of real estate to work with. And instead of first and ten, it'll be first and five at 9.20 here, third quarter. Well, and the cavemen are, are known for getting these offsides calls, right? They're, they're often trying to do that. It didn't look like that's what they were trying to do this time, though. It looked like it was just a normal play, just somebody got a little head start. So behind center, on balance line heavy to the left. It is Fisher. His the blast off to Norvell Miller. And with a good surge from center and off that left side, a good push for what needed to be five yards. He got about six. Well, they're going to mark oh, no, they're going to say yeah. no, they're going to say he's short. I thought forward progress had him out closer to the fifty. Maybe that was on a bounce. Yeah, off the well, grass. He ran, well, he ran into one of his own players there, so he may have gone down and then bounced back up, like you said. But yeah, they're going to mark him just short. So we're at eight forty-five here in period three. The seesaw of momentum. The pendulum has swung back and forth and back and forth, and right now going to the host caveman. Trying to bounce back here and put one of those patent offensive possessions together where they eat a bunch of clock and maybe put it together about a 16, 18-yard uh, drive or 18-play drive, rather. And they are now just a, a yard shy of the first or the shy of the mid, midfield stripe, but enough for Novell Miller and another first down. So the caveman on the march. It's not been fancy. It's not no. been pretty, but just very blue-collarish. Well, and that's a big run there, a two-yard run where he gets hit in the backfield. Those, those are big runs for first downs. Unbalanced line, heavy left. Now man in motion out to the far right is Ethan Bryce. They'll keep it on the inside between the tackles. And Norvell Miller, again, the 5'10 sophomore, 200-pounder. I bet he loses a couple pounds tonight. <laughs> it is still pretty warm out. He pushes forward for a pickup of about three, maybe four. We'll call it second and a long six or a short seven. Eight minutes counting here, third quarter of play. Glad to have you with us for Mishawaka football here tonight. And next Friday night, we'll be on the road to the Maple City of Goshen and continue Northern Lakes Conference play as the Cavemen travel to Goshen High. Love all the play-by-play -play next week at 6.45 for the pregame kickoff at 7 right here on 96-1 the ton. Hand off Chaz Hardy. That is great to see Chaz out there. And he'll push right forward past the 45 just a couple of inches beyond that. And a pickup of about three to make it now third down and four. Third and four came in at 7.26 in the period. Garrett Ginter will come back off, although much more under his own power, pretty much just getting a rest that knee or maybe rechecking that brace Hannah Hess is in the uh, pursuit of the caveman senior center meanwhile they'll rotate in Reese Sellers who had some quality snaps at center earlier in reserve behind him at center Fisher Sellers gets him the snap Fisher on the push has the four plus four plus two first down caveman on a gain of ten yeah really good one there by Fisher Tanner Parmley's it looks like Tanner Parmley's a little slow getting up, but good run by Fisher, being patient, finding his lane, and getting a big first down. You know, another thing that's been happening at Caveman Camp this week is a lot of illness, a lot yeah. of kids with head colds and sinus time. Well, and that's school in general, I'll tell you. You know, being in the school, you've seen it. You've seen lots of kids with, you know, sinuses, sniffles, all sorts of stuff. So let's get everybody healthy. Let's get everybody healthy. Let's pick up a W tonight. If you're a Caveman fan, you've got to be 
Certainly hoping for that come-from-behind effort here. Down by four, 28-24 with 6.30 to go. And before the play officially gets underway, we have a stoppage in play. Do we have a penalty? Yeah, there was yes, a flag. And then actually Ethan Bryce took that handoff, took a couple steps. You heard the whistles. And then got hit decently hard, too, after the whistle had blown a few times. It looks like the kid men are going to get hit with a penalty. No, I, no it's now the, the official way. will turn the other way. Yeah, it's going to be a walk-off against Northridge. Five yards for their second offsides defensively, yep. so that's helped on this drive. Caveman trying to bounce back from a four-point deficit, although it's a game that each team has led several times. Caveman offensive line going to work with Chalberg, Gronkowski, Parmalee, Nowacki, and Willis. Fisher pulls it out of the fullback Miller's belly right at the last second and keeps it and dives off left tackle. Or right tackle, rather, out past the 25 to the 23-yard line for another caveman first down picked up there and brought to you by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. And again, it looked like he might have had a chance to pitch that out to Bean Smith. He, he had a lot of running room, but I think Coach Kinder's talking about let's be safe. Let's not put that ball on the ground. Let's not make any crazy things. We're, we're moving the ball. Certainly you know, moving the ball. Certainly a turnover tonight is really once if not twice set up Northridge for big scores tonight. We're at six minutes of counting third quarter. Fisher takes a snap. Blast right up the middle. Double off left tackle and Novell Miller with a good surge right up the center gut. Leading the way was Reese Sellers from the center position and now Chaz Hardy will bring a play in from the caveman sideline. Looks like there might be an offensive lineman with some cramps. He's holding his leg there. That is going to be Cole Chalberg. That will not be good at home, believe me. <laughs> that is my stepson. So normally I'm watching through the binoculars with the focus much of the time on the offensive line. I get to watch the ball tonight. That's right. And it really goes fast sometimes. It does. And the good news is for he and for Mother and all of us, Head back yeah. to the sideline, probably 90% under his own power. Under the watchful eye of Anna Roberts. Yeah, definitely looks like cramps. Right now, they came at a banged-up bunch. That's right. Ginter right now is still getting, taped getting up down some here. work actually on his left ankle, and the knee had been the problem on that heavy brace left knee. Cabin will go back to work now after the injury timeout. Second and six from the Raider 25. 5.33 to play here in period number three. And here's a big second down opportunity for Mishawaka as they try to come back from this four-point deficit, 28-24. Fisher behind center. Takes a snap. Gives it off. Miller up the middle. Will surge straight up the gut for a gain out to about the 17. Yeah, that was actually Chaz Hardy. In, Correction, and now Hardy yeah, hobbling off, off to the near side. So Miller got a breather. Hardy about one and a half legs yeah. coming off. They're going to have to pay Anna Roberts and Hannah Hess overtime tonight. It's a banged up bunch. And as you go through the wars of the Northern Lakes Conference, it is a very physical conference, and there's not many breaks. And before we continue a stoppage in play, we have a timeout. timeout. Oh, they're coming to talk to Keith Kinder here on the sideline. 
wondering if they're wanting to reset the clock up here. We see the game clock at 4.46 to play. The, the play clock's at 25 seconds. And they're looking to the coach's booth, which is to our left, right around the 40-yard line here at Steel Stadium. Yeah, they're looking up here. I swear we didn't do anything. Well, we last year we had a couple <laughs> problems with video board stuff, but I don't think that was the problem. <laughs> I don't think we, we weren't playing anything or doing anything. Well, as far as replays. So here we go. They're correcting the play clock, which is a 25-second countdown. Snap, fake, keeper, Fisher up the middle, stutter step, and dives to the end zone. Touchdown, Mishawaka. That is a great read by Brady Fisher. A great read and a good play there towards the end. He got down to the five and looked like he was going to get hit and just kind of did a little swim move over the top of that defender, got into the end zone, and didn't take a big hit. Caveman regained the lead. Brady Fisher on the gallop, his third touchdown of the season. And a two-point advantage looks to become a three-point advantage off of the toe of Lucas Larson, who is lining up the extra point. Larson with a field goal tonight, a couple PATs. He was 7-for-7 seven seven on the season. The point after conversion's coming in, and he will launch this one up. And it is good. He did have one blocked yeah. earlier, but I think you put an asterisk next <laughs> to right. that for a lot of reasons. Point after conversion, goods. Four minutes. 32 seconds to go third quarter in the seesaw back-and-forth battle here at Northern Lakes Conference play between Mishawaka and Northridge. Caveman lead the Raiders 31-28. Year two with Mishawaka Caveman football on 96-1 the time. So after the touchdown of PAT, Lucas Larson lost a high floater, fielded back in the 15-yard line, brought forward to the 20-25 and up to the 27-yard line. The Northridge return there by Corbin Colott. And the Raiders, not a 70-yard kick return, but do start with good field position as they will try to respond as each team has responded as we've had a seesaw of lead changes. Ever since the score was Mishawaki 11-0 leading this game, it has been back and forth and maybe very possibly the last team with the football is going to win this football game. Mishawaka leading 31-28 now with 4-26 third quarter. Yeah, Cayman defense has not played as well as they have to start the season. They had the shutout, pretty much a shutout last week till the very end. See what they can do here coming out in the second half. Three-man front, five men in the middle as or linebackers, and the shotgun snap to Carrington, the southpaw being flushed out. Dumper, near side, caught by McClain out of the backfield. Penalty flag down, tripped up in the 43 by Trey Thomas. But a penalty flag again back, but I think is in the backfield and very possibly a hold against the Northridge offensive line. Yeah, that's usually where those flags are being thrown at. At least in the proximity of. Fans, if you weren't with us in the beginning of the game, our uniform descriptions all season long presented by Kevin Drazier and the team at BSN Sports. BSN Sports supplies uniforms and team apparel for several area high schools, including your Mishawaka Caveman. If your team wants to look good, give Kevin Drazier a call at 229-7999. BSN Sports, a proud provider of Under Armour uniforms for the Mishawaka Caveman, proudly dressed in their home white helmets. Maroon jerseys, maroon pants. It's a good look. It really is. Visiting Northridge tonight on the road in the white tops, white pants. The black helmet with the green and yellow N flag for Northridge. So it was ineligible man downfield for the five-yard penalty. So the penalty will set the stage for a first and 15 play, and they'll on the backfield keep it with McLean Miller. He'll try to sweep out left side for 
that real estate needed or to make up rather the uh, penalized yardage. He'll get about four of that five yards, but now we'll be set up with a second down and 11. Cavemen need to stop it. Somebody defensively, either Mishawak or Northridge, has to stop the other team to stop the bleeding, I guess you could say, as far as uh, offenses answering. Shotgun, Carrington, second 11, back to pass, getting pressure over the middle, pass caught, turning, spinning, and falling down the 40-yard line. The reception by Chase Clark. He's had a couple great catches Absolutely. tonight. And Carrington, Carrington's got a hose on him. He can yeah. throw football. There's been some really good, and that's another good throw, and really that's just anticipation. He knew where his receiver was going, threw it to him a little behind, but like you said, good adjustment, caught the ball first down. So that'll make it a first down. Kevin Putz at first Midwest Mortgage. For although the scoreboard says third and twelve, but is a first down for the Raiders, and they will keep it on the ground on first down and ten. With McLean Miller, and he'll surge from the forty to the forty-eight, actually forty-nine, gain of nine. Second and one at three oh three and counting here in period number three. The Cavemen leading by three at thirty-one twenty-eight. Mishawaka hoping with a win to go three and zero on the season, but more importantly. The winner of this game will start out the NLC campaign at one and zip. Little draw play, handoff up the middle. It will be Miller needing one, got a whole bunch more past the 50, out to the 44. Yeah, this is where you said a stop. Somebody's going to need a stop. And right now the Cavemen defense has no answers. Miller's getting the yards. They're throwing some good passes. And right now they're moving the ball down the field Northridge. as we and get close to the end of the quarter. Northridge has a great blend, a good mix yeah. of play calling between passing and running. They check that far Northridge sideline. And a good following from Middlebury tonight. Got 2.23 and clock ticking here in the third. Troops are set. Carrington shotgun. Snap. Little inside handoff. He'll go up to the fullback, McLean Miller. This time very, very little yardage. Logan Bickle from center trying to surge forward, but there were about four different maroon jerseys all in on the stop. You see Carmine Roscoe, also Isaac Valdez among other K-men in on the stop defensively. Under two minutes, third quarter. K-men 31-28 leaders, but Northridge past midfield. They're on the march. Looking for another responding touchdown. Carrington looking left, firing left. Has his man. Caught, turning, spinning. Chase Clark still on his feet and then brought down and short of the first down. Stopped at the 37-yard line. Third down upcoming for the Raiders who are on the march. Raiders 1-1 one one coming in after an opening night win over South Bend Adams convincingly and lost to a very, very good Elkhart Lion Club last Friday at Ricefield. 28-7. Handoff again between the tackles. McLean Miller right up the gut. Nothing fancy. Smash mouth football. First down North Ridge from the 38 to the 31. A gain of seven. And their Raiders now, they have a player down from the offensive line. That is Cohen Lance, 6-2 junior. So an injury timeout in the field here at Mishawaka High School Steel Stadium with our score. Mishawaka 31, Northridge 28, 1-11 to play third quarter. With his injury timeout, we take a break on 96-1 the ton. So an injury timeout continuing. And there are representatives from both schools, Mishawaka and Northridge, and that typically is not a good sign. So we are most likely into a, an extended injury timeout here 
from Steel Stadium at Mishawaka High School. With Matt Rendell from Mishawaka Network, I'm Brian Miller, subbing in for Sean Styers tonight. A couple of updates for you. We can pass along on the U.S. Signcrafter scoreboard. In the Northern Lakes Conference, third quarter, Warsaw continues their dominance at home versus Plymouth. The Tigers lead the Pilgrims, 56 to nothing. Goshen with a pick-six score and a safety by their defense, or rather uh, Wabasee got two points on a safety, but either way, Goshen in the third quarter, down in Syracuse, leads Wabasee 21-2. Also third quarter down in Napanee at Andrews Field, Northwood. Panthers look like a good club this year. The Black Crunch leading Concord 24-6. Northwood will be here September 30th on senior night. Right. That will be Absolutely. a heck of a ball game. Other scores around the area. Last report, Marion at halftime led Bremen 20, or that is 31-21. Marion by 10. Halftime out the west side of South Bend, Washington leading Kankakee Valley 28 to nothing. St. Joe and John Glenn down at Walkerton. Just before halftime, last report, the Falcons led St. Joe 8-3. And over at TCU Freedfield, over at Penn High School in Osceola, the Kingsmen with a lead early, now in a one-point deficit to Indianapolis Cathedral. The Irish lead Penn High 14-13. How about an update on IU Illinois? Can you uh, uh, help us there? Well, maybe not. You <laughs> I can. Maybe you I want don't to. want to. Uh, Illinois leads 7-3 to three right now. Okay. Not, not looking great. Meanwhile, a timeout, and they're bringing a card out for the injured Raider, who was Cohen Lance, a six foot two, 220-pound offensive tackle. So both teams in huddles in front of their bench areas, and with an extended timeout, we will take a break as well. We certainly wish Cohen Lance the best, and uh, hopefully... Hopefully this is more of a precautionary measure, yeah. but certainly something not to be taken lightly. So the timeout in the field with 1-11 third quarter with our score, Mishawaka 31, Northridge 28. We're back after this on 96-1 the ton. Matt Embry, thank you for those updates. Again, courtesy of the U.S. Signcrafter School Board. Here it is, Mishawaka 31, Northridge 28. We are an extended injury timeout. A offensive lineman for the Northridge Raiders, Cohen Lance, is the reported injured player. It looks like a right leg injury, but right now the medical cart, kind of a golf cart, and also a stretcher has been taken out there. He is conscious, and this is where you appreciate the authorities. Number one, you've got first responder authorities on site at all the games, at staff, and many nights they hope it's just a night to be a fan, but tonight they're put to work. Medical uh, professionals, EMTs from the Mishawaka uh, fire department and paramedics also on staff certainly for Mishawaka High School Hannah Hess Anna Roberts both certified trainers and certainly Northridge High School uh, their trainers getting a workout right now with this young man but also uh, a lot of injuries and uh, it's it's been a very physical yeah. football game uh, Alexis Holtus and also uh, Taylor Klimak. I hope I did not butcher right. their pronunciations there. <laughs> I, but uh, all these traders deserve a tip of the cap because they work tireless hours. And I know for me personally as a softball coach at Mishawaga High School, they put a lot of hours with my girls. I've got a group of about 25 to 26. I cannot imagine a group of anywhere from 50 to 75 to 100 football players. Uh, they've got their hands full. And this is one of those moments as a parent and, a, and as a coach you know, it, it makes your stomach sick to see. Yeah. But uh, well, and it, like you it said, looks like 
they've got it under control. You hope some of this is precautionary. If not, then they're doing what they need to do to keep the kids as safe as they can, right? We know it's a physical sport and all that. I want to say one thing about the trainers. I was out here before the school year started getting some pictures, some footage of football, of tennis, of all these sports, and it was hot this summer. And they really took, I mean, they were taking care of these kids, and that's important here. You know, I, lo I love teaching. I love being part of the school. And so seeing these kids being taken care of, making sure they're keeping everybody safe, that's the key. And, and I think, like you said, the athletic trainers do a great job. Well, we tip our cap to them and certainly to the first responders here uh, working tonight's game and all season long for their hard, hard work. A little recap for you here on our score, 20, or that is 31-28. 31-28, Mishawaka with the lead here with a minute 11 to go in third quarter action. Cavemen jumped out on top in the first period. They broke the scoreless tie to start this game on an opening possession that hit pay dirt just about four minutes and two seconds in at 7.58 on the clock on a 34-yard run by Chaz Hardy. A two-point conversion for the Cavemen to Bean Smith made it 8 to nothing. After a fumble by Northridge on their opening possession, a field goal by the Cavemen. One of several kicking points tonight for the uh, caveman special teams kicker, Lucas Larson. Larson nailed his second field goal of the season to make it on that 42-yarder just over the crossbar, made it 11-0. That's when momentum changed for the first time, first of many times tonight. Northridge then would put together a nifty drive, ultimately at 43 seconds before the end of the first period, a 15-yard run by quarterback Cade Carrington, and a two-point conversion that was failed made it 11 to 6 but a Mishawaka fumble really opened the door for Northridge they on the first play of the second period would score on a touchdown pass by Carrington to Alex Eby that with the conversion made it 14 to 11 so a 14 nothing run by Northridge Mishawaka come back with seven points of their own they would score on a 48 yard touchdown run just a two-play drive that uh, would hit the uh, end zone at 10.36 to go before halftime. Norvell Miller with that carry, his first of two scores tonight. That made it 18-14. to 14. Northridge would bounce back about six minutes later with a McLean-Miller touchdown run on a lengthy drive, or after the lengthy drive, that would make a uh, two-yard run with an extra point, a 21-18 contest. And now fans well showing their sportsmanship. Cohen Lance. Waving to the crowd and being escorted off on a stretcher, wheeled off across the uh, far sideline area. So we certainly, certainly wish that Northridge Raider offensive lineman, again, a 6'2 junior, the very, very best. And now we'll see if the officials will allow the players a few moments of warm-up time or if we're going to snap the ball and go here. But as we recap the scoring, Northridge scored at the uh, 446 mark before half. Cayman came back took the lead at 24-21, which they enjoyed at halftime. But then to start this third quarter, Northridge, they drew first blood. They scored immediately. Mishawaka has then since answered and now currently leads it by three. So no warm-up. We're going right back to live action. First and ten, Northridge. They will get the shotgun handoff. Miller will get it outside sweeping to the right. He breaks one tackle, breaks another tackle, has another first down pass at 20, and down to the 16-yard line. Gain of about 14. 
Stopped there by the caveman, but not before the first down, sponsored by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage, and that takes us under the one-minute mark here in the third quarter with Mishawaka nursing his three-point advantage, 31-28. Yeah, it looked like the Mishawaka defense was about as ready as I was. I wasn't ready for the snap, and all of a sudden they weren't ready, and uh, Miller got to the outside and just ran down, again, just running hard downhill, maybe getting they, the, that big game. Maybe the officials have dinner plans or dinner reservations somewhere locally. Inside handoff, and McLean Miller right up the gut. I know the teams were warming up and stretching, but right. nothing formal. Yeah. I'm really surprised after that lengthy break, probably 10 minutes, yeah, I mean, that they didn't, yeah. didn't allow more. But but we move on. Clock down to 25 seconds. So the final snap or two here in this third period upcoming as Northridge will try to regain the lead again. Carrington, shotgun snap, turns hands to Miller. He slithers to the outside, breaks one, breaks two tackles. And dropped just before getting out of bounds. Right around the seven-yard line. Yeah, so a huge third down here. Third and short. See if the cavemen can can stop them as we're going to end the third quarter. They're going to say he gets down to the eight-yard line, but time will expire in this third quarter. So we will switch end zones, go from the south to the north end zone here at Steel Stadium to begin this fourth quarter. So the cavemen end the third, leading by three, but Northridge knocking on the door. Third and one from the eight when we come back after a three-hour score. In this Northern Lakes Conference clash, Mishawaka 31, Northridge 28. You're in two with Indiana High School football here on 96-1 the ton and the Mishawaka Network. We turn the page to quarter number four, live from Steel Stadium on the campus of Mishawaka High School. A great turnout here tonight on, what is it, a Hawaiian night? Yeah, it looks like a beach, beach maybe. Beach, beach, that's right, beach attire. Yeah. So we start the fourth quarter, and the handoff going to Norvell, or to McLean Miller, rather. We've had two Millers, one for each team, running the football with great repetition, and Miller is tripped up on the play on third and one, and he gets no gain. So now we will go fourth and one, and this is the biggest play Absolutely. of this second half, no doubt about that. The Mitchell other Walker leading by three. Other, sorry, Brian. The other part is he got up slowly, Miller did. He was kind of sat there on his knees for a second, so I'm sure he's tired. It's been a long night to see what he can do. Conditioning, conditioning, conditioning. And I'll tell you, the humidity is really ramped up. And this is that formation we saw a few times kind earlier. Kind of the Wildcat full house backfield, a deep handoff. It will go to the middle man, and I think the caveman defense has made a stop. Let's wait and see where they officially mark the football. Bale and Eby coming from the bottom of the pile. He looks like an embattled warrior. They still have not marked it. They will say the defense made the stop. On downs, fourth and one. The running play by Northridge stops short. And the caveman dodge a bullet and grab some momentum. Big play for the defense right there. And now Mishawaka will go to work offensively, trying to add to their three-point 31-28 lead. What a big, big play, Matt. Well, and the defense is like we talked about. Somebody needed to stop, and right now that was the cavemen. What they need to do now is take advantage. This is not a terrible position to be in if you're the cavemen with the ball. If they can do what they typically have done all season with the ball, get some yards, get some yards, run some clock. You're in the fourth quarter, 11 minutes to go. You get down the field, score some points, take four, five, six, even more off the clock. You're in good shape. Mishawaka offensively will see Garrett Ginter back at offensive center. And now a stoppage in play. Timeout, timeout Mishawaka. Not the timeout that probably Keith Kinder or Kyle Shaw wanted to burn. 
but nonetheless we'll take it here at 11.09 fourth quarter. So a timeout of the field, first timeout of the second half by the Cavemen. We'll take a break with our score. Mishawaka 31, Northridge 28. It's Mishawaka High School football on 96-1 the ton. Hey fans, add some real crunch to your next tailgate party. Pick up a bag of Jay's Crunchers potato chips at your local and most favorite grocery store. Jay's Cruncher is a proud supporter of high school sports here on the radio and a sponsor. Sponsoring our tackling, crunching tackle of the game here. So after the timeout, Caveman will go to work A to try to add to this three-point lead. B, to play keep away from the Northridge offense, and C, maybe try to chew up as much of this 11 minutes remaining as possible, and that first play goes right up the middle. A very short run there for Novell Miller, who picks up two, we'll call it second down and eight. Ball setting right now at the Mishawaka 10-yard line. And that was a, You talk about Jay's crunches, that was a big hit by Northridge on Novell Miller as he got up the middle. Miller again will get it. He will wrap both hands around the football and push it from the 10 up to about the 14-yard line. Tackled by Brock Thompson from the outside linebacker position for the men from Middlebury. And this is a tough place for the Cavemen. You've got third and four here. If you don't get it, you're deep in your own territory. So, you know, they love going for it. But you see what you do if you don't get the first down here. Cavemen now with an unbalanced line heavy to the right. Man in motion from the left wing. Brady Fisher fakes it to Miller, keeping it himself. Slithers to the outside right and pushes up to the 19-yard line. A gain of five and a caveman first down. That's called going with the sticks off. He did. He took his time. You know, that's patient running. So, you know, it pays off if you can find the right places, and he did. He found a couple holes. He was able to get it up the middle. So Brady Fisher... Hasn't had a ton of carries tonight, but he's had efficient and big carries in critical times. Of course, one carry was huge that set up a score just to play later by Miller from 48 yards out. This, the first down, brought to you by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage, gives the K-Men the ball at their own 19. First and 10. Oh, no, ball's down. And loose ball on the ground, and Northridge has recovered. A disastrous exchange there. On top of it, already still down. The handoff went from quarterback Brady Fisher to Chaz Hardy. And I'm not sure the offense or the uh, handoff, rather, in that offensive play ever made connection. But the ball coughed up into the air about four or five feet. And there was nothing but white and green jerseys around the football. And the Northridge Raiders recover. And they get a huge break. And, of course, that really, really douses the flames from that fourth down stop. Or maybe makes it even bigger right now. Yeah. But now Northridge will go to work down by three with 9.37 to play. Cavemen leading 31-28 here as we are in the uh, middle stages of our fourth quarter. The winner will get off to a 1-0 start in the Northern Lakes Conference. Like Warsaw and looking like Northwood will do tonight. Back to pass. Line drive throw over the middle, kind of a sidearm dart over the uh, center field area by Carrington to Hochstetler, and it goes incomplete. Well, that was the first pass we've seen probably in a long time here tonight that was just totally off. He, he had a little pressure, but not too much, and, and Hochstetler was open. He had, a, he had a lane there and just kind of led him way too far, a little into the ground, so that pass wasn't close. But he's had a good night, just that one got away from him. So the spread offense will continue for Northridge with two receivers, both left and right. Single setback behind the quarterback, Cade Carey, too. On second and ten, 
inside handoff, almost like a draw play, and that went nowhere. Great job by the interior defense by Mishawaka. Getting help from the backside from Isaac Valdez and Aiden Hooten. Balen Evie coming from the bottom of the stack for the stop. And the clock ticking at 9-12 to play. Here in the fourth, Cavemen by three, but Northridge with great field position, facing no third and ten from the Cavemen 22. Carrington the shotgun, straight drop. Here comes the blitz. He'll throw against pressure. Ball is overthrown, incomplete intended for Cade Sings. Caden put a huge blitz on that time from the linebackers, Hooten and Caden Williams, along with some interior pressure from the inside defensive line. And that will force Northridge into a timeout, facing 4th and 10 for the Caden 22. We'll take a break. 8.59 here in the fourth quarter. Don't you dare go away. That's right. NLC football at its finest, Northridge and Mishawaka. Caden on the home turf, leading the Raiders. 31-28, we're back in 30 seconds on 96-1 the time. After the Northridge timeout, on 4th and 10 from the 22, the Raiders are lining up for a field goal off the toe of Dylan Ritchie. They'll mark it with the spot at the 29, a 39-yard try. Ritchie with a line drive kick. It is up, and it is good. What a kick by Dylan Ritchie, who hit three field goals and 36 PATs last year in the Raiders' trip down to Indianapolis for a Class 4A state championship game. And here tonight, his toe connects just inside the left upright to tie this game at 31-31. We got a classic brewing here. Matt Rendell at Steel Stadium. I mean, this I don't want Sean to ever come back. Like, we, we're having a good time, a good game. Hopefully the Cavemen can, can come out with the win. But, uh, yeah, exciting. I mean, this is high school football at its finest, right? You you back and forth, both teams playing well. Uh, see what they can do here in the last 8.55. But that fumble recovery looms very, very Absolutely. large right now. The second score led or the second score by Northridge that was led to by a Mishawaka turnover. But for Mishawaka, positives, I mean, the defense has held twice. That's two in a row. They gave up the field goal, but that, they didn't give up any yards, right? So they held twice. Yeah, they, they scored some points, but you're, I think you're, if you're Coach Kinder, Coach Lewinsky on you'll the defense side, win. absolutely. You'll take the tie. You'll take the tie, and now you'll get the football back with 8.55 to play. But how about the, the show by both kickers tonight? Dylan Ritchie for Northridge. And Lucas Larson for your Mishawaka caveman. Richie will approach. High, deep kick. Right back to the goal line and then stepping away from it and allowing it to go into the end zone for a touchback was Brady Newsom for Mishawaka. He was the deep man. To go 80 for a score or at least get in Lucas Larson range to try to nudge back into the lead. This is our first tie, though. Yeah. Yeah. We've had since 0-0. Absolutely, yeah. Like you had talked about, back and forth, back and forth, both teams making plays. Right now, we're tied here, and I don't know. They may not get the 40, but no, football <laughs> remaining. Fourth, the caveman will start on their own 20 again, first to 10. Fisher will send his troop in motion, and now after the fake to Miller, he will on the dive play go up across the middle, Garrett Ginter from center leading the surge, and a much larger defensive lineman and Ginter were getting into it after the play just a little bit. Yeah, Ginter doesn't have the, the size, but he's got the attitude there to be the center. He, he likes to mix it up a little bit. Well, the curls will scare you, that's I'll tell true, you that. That's true, that's true. He's been a banged-up soldier, and he has really stepped up tonight. 
And now Bean Smith in motion. I think the cavemen were in motion with too many men moving on that play. Yeah, those flags came from both sides, so I'm sure they're seeing the same thing. So on a second and six play, a five-yard penalty will make it second and 11. I'm most sure, yes, you're going to see a full start procedure penalty against the cavemen. Hey, let's get a couple of updates for you. Other high school games on the U.S. Sidecrafters scoreboard. Our first final tonight. Warsaw in dominating fashion blows out Plymouth 72-0. Yikes. Northwood in the early stages of the fourth period continuing to lead Concord 24-6. And over at Marion High at Otulski Field, Bremen has come from behind to now lead the Knights 35-31 there in the fourth quarter. After the penalty, Cayman will go back to a fullback blast right up center stage. Good surge from the offensive line of scrimmage by Chris Gronkowski and Tanner Parmalee. And the cavemen get some of that real estate back they lost on the penalty. And now we'll set up with a very big third and, say, a long six or a short seven from just outside the 25-yard line. Big, big play. Brady Fisher behind center. We're tied 31-31. Fisher fakes it, turns, keeps it. Can he stretch forward for the extra yardage? Yes, but not enough for a first down. He needed six. He got about three. Third down. Third and a long two will officially call it. Do you go for it here or do you punt the ball? I went to a few practices and I saw some of the punts, so I'm going to keep it at that. You're going to go for it then? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And that's, that's how the cavemen play the game. So here we go, fourth and three, fourth and two, seven minutes to go. Snap, Fisher, handoff, Miller, stop short of the first down. He, Although they got a great spot, hold everything. He got a great spot. The side judge came in and I think really gave the They're caveman. They're pointing first down. I think really gave the caveman a great spot on that because Miller was stopped short. And now the question is, is it a first down or not? The officials have not signaled either way. Yep, first down came in. They got a great Ooh. spot. Because I, I, call, I called it too early. <laughs> I don't think Miller Miller got to the 30, and they have the nose of the football on, the, on that stripe. And the Northridge sideline is in disbelief. Well, and, and in that, as they were deciding there, Ginter was again saying something. The other offensive lineman had to pull him back and then... Say, hey, we got to chill out. We're, we're in this game. We're tied. 6.40 to go. Big fourth down conversion there. Cavemen, who were two for two coming into tonight on fourth down op- or opportunities, rather. They will work this time up the middle. Norvell Miller following the blocks of Tanner Parmley and his buddy Cole Chalberg pushing up the middle. Out to about the 33, 33 and a half. Second and seven. The clock now starting to become a bit of a factor. 6-14 to play. We're knotted 31-31. The Northridge field goal a little bit ago by Dylan Ritchie has tied this game, and now Miller will try to surge out to the left, and Norvell Miller will get past the 35 to the 36, but he is hit by a brick wall of Raider defenders. Wow. Yeah, another big third down here for the Cavemen. Another big third down play upcoming. The Cavemen on the season, 72% in third down conversion. That's entering play after two games. 
Certainly that percentage has changed here some tonight, but still should give them confidence on this third and four play. Man in motion. Fisher trying to draw the Raiders off sides. Will step back from center. Play clock at 11. Under center again. Now this time will go to the fullback. Pulls it out. Keeps it. Brady Fisher to the 39. Close to the first down, but I believe he's shy. Yeah, but this is a fourth down. You know Keith Kinder likes to go for it. Fourth and one. 22, Kate Sings on a tackle. So the Cavemen, a whole lot of maroon jerseyed individuals coming from that pile right in the center. And it's fourth and about a half a yard to go with 5.15. Yeah, and Bryce is limping off now too. Ethan Bryce limping off the field. And we see Chaz Hardy back out there along with Noel Miller. And now the official. It looks like there's some blood on on Tanner Parmalee, and they're going to have to send him to the sideline. They pointed to his arm, and he's not happy about it. So they're going to have him get wrapped up, although are they allowing play to stop? Parmalee looking for some first aid. He's got blood coming from one of his arms. And now Mason Smith comes in from the sideline and they will go with one less offensive lineman on third down and one now the fourth down and one. or fourth and one rather Fisher handoff Miller right up the gut they get it first down and he got hit right at the line but he did a good job of just leaning that thing forward he didn't need a lot but he and got it who blocked for Miller Chaz Hardy yeah he did Hardy came up from the bottom of that pile. Now Mason Smith rotates out. Tanner probably back in. Yeah, they just needed to get him taped up real fast. And, you know, trying to be safe. You know, you got to be safe out here. And so they get that wrapped up, get him back on the field. Not the time you want one of your best offensive linemen sitting on the sideline, no. So first and ten on that fourth down conversion. Sponsored by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. 4.52 to play. We're tied at 31. Handoff. Up the middle, Miller breaks a tackle, past midfield, still on its feet, carries one and two defenders, and a first down, Mishawaka. 14-yard run, Norvell Miller, none harder all night. And that's just power right there. He just got people on his back, and he just kept it moving. Stayed low that's to the right. ground. And coming up with a big, big first down conversion. That might be the Rossini's carry of yeah. the game, which will have... That he did have the 48-yard touchdown, too, though. That was a long time ago. <laughs> we're tied game. 41, or we're tried rather with four and a half minutes to play at 31. I said first team to 40 wins. We may not get there. That's what I'm saying. Well, you never know. So on the first down carry, Fisher on first and 10 now will go under center. He'll go back to his workhorse, Norvell Miller. Again, Miller taking a large amount of the workload along with Chaz Hardy from Chase Gooden, who was injured with a shoulder injury last Friday versus St. Joe in the third quarter in the caveman victory here in their home opener on the season. Well, since that fumble that Novell Miller had early in the game, they've been feeding him and feeding him, so clearly they're seeing confidence. something there that, yeah, that they see him gaining that confidence, holding on to that ball, and they keep giving him. Chaz Hardy, wing right, Bean Smith, wing left, single setback Miller, and this time a quicker cadence behind the line of scrimmage. And Brady Fisher just rushes right up behind his middle offensive lineman and yeah. able to pick up about five or six yards now on second down. So this makes it third and two 
The clock down to 323 to play, and we're not at 31-31. Yeah, that, they saw something there with that QB sneak. They just said, get behind them, go, and got the yardage you wanted to get it third and short. Ace Troyer wide to the near right-hand side. They'll keep everybody else in tight between the tackles, and Norvell Miller again on third and two will surge, or surge rather forward, needing two. I think he got three. And another first down from Kevin Putz, the first Midwest Mortgage. Yeah, another hard run there. And this is where now it's time management. I mean, we saw Purdue game time management went tough last night. Uh, we'll see what Northridge decides to do. They've got timeouts, but when do you call them? What do you decide to do against this offense that's just churning out first downs? Caveman offensive line, they have worked in overtime, kind of a lunch pail, blue collar, Bring the sledgehammer, go to work effort here tonight. Miller explodes up the middle. Good surge off the offensive line. That time led by Matthew Willis and Cole Chalberg pushing, getting Miller that room to get the momentum, keeping the shoulder pads low and surging forward for about a five-yard pickup. Second and five, we're at 235. When the caveman had a lot more time on the play clock there, too. It got messed up, so they were resetting it, and they just kind of hiked it right away. So see what they try to do here, two and a half to go. Fisher under center will turn, fake it, keep it. First down and more out to the 20, dives to the 19. Gain of nine. First down, caveman. Brought to you by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage. They stop the clock to advance a change of 2.19 to play. We're not in 31-31. Ace Troyer wide to the near right side. Don't forget about him. On first down, Fisher under center. Takes the snap. Fakes it to Miller. Keeps it to the outside. Ball kind of hanging out there. And I know a couple of the Northridge defenders tried to swipe at it. Harrison Kaufman took a swing at it and missed. Fisher was able to hold on to the loaf of bread and fall forward for a short gain of one, maybe a yard and a half. Again, I'm surprised they hiked it so fast. There's still about 20 seconds left on the play clock, and so they're they're down inside the 20. It's now second and eight, and we're down to a minute 30, minute 35 to go. Both teams have two timeouts remaining. We're at 93 seconds to play. 31-31, Mishawaka and Northridge. Brady Fisher takes the handoff fakes it and then stumbles and falls down picks up maybe a yard but call it a broken play and that will force Keith Kinder and the caveman to burn a timeout we'll take a break as well 123 to play here in the fourth quarter it is an absolute war in the trenches Mishawaka 31 Northridge 31 facing third and eight the caveman will continue with that and more after this timeout on 90 so after the timeout, that was actually a North Ridge timeout. Mishawaka facing third and seventh. Brady Fisher, shuffle, little pass, and then a handoff. They tried the reverse, and it was perfectly read by the North Ridge defense. That was snuffed out as Trey Thomas came into the lineup. Normally a quarterback, sometimes a wideout, and the K-men are forced now to go for three. Tried a little razzle-dazzle yeah. on the Raiders, and it... Yeah, they tried that kind of reverse pitch, and, and there, I mean, nothing there. I mean, even if he gets past that one tackle, there's a couple more guys there, and you needed seven yards. 
Uh, and it, it makes you question going away and, from what you, has been working. And you lost five on the play, so maybe any thoughts of a little trickery or right. just a gutsy play of going for it on fourth down, maybe on fourth and yeah. five. Right. Maybe even fourth and six. I'm not sure on fourth, fourth and 12. Fourth and 12, right. Probably not. Yeah, so we'll see what they do. They were sending out the field goal unit, it looked like, trying to get another field goal. Lucas Larson made the one earlier. See what he can do here if they send him out there on fourth and 12. Caveman that time came in with two wideouts. First time they've been in that situation in a long time tonight. Only one or two other times have they shown such a formation. So now Mishawaka will head out. And in tow will be number 13, Lucas Larson, the six foot, 160-pound junior. He hit a field goal for the first points of the season back in week one at Marion to start that onslaught at Otolski Field. Now, after Northridge has burned their final timeout with a minute 16 to play, and on fourth and 12, the K-Men will line up for a long field goal, and it is blocked. It was a line drive that was blocked into the end zone. I don't know that he got it off the ground at all. And now Northridge will take over on downs and have with no timeouts remaining, but will have a minute 14. And with their passing game, certainly anything is possible here. Yeah, and it, it makes you question. You're starting the ball, it looks like, at the 20, right? So you're starting at the 20, minute 14, no timeouts. You've got two, two problems. One, yeah, you pass the ball okay, but do you risk making some of those mistakes that could cost you, right? But it's the first conference game. you got to go for it, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Week number three, 2-0 Mishawaka, 1-1 Northridge. Raiders... Beat Adams in week one, lost to Elkhart last week. The Cavemen have been victorious in opening week non-conference games against Marion and St. Joe. But here we go at a minute 14 to play. First and 10, back to pass, over the middle. Pass and 10 in and almost intercepted by a caveman secondaryman. That would be Aiden Hooten. Yeah, and that went right through his hands it looked like. Intended, so. intended there. Looks like Costello. For actually Alex Eby, number 84. So now the official wiping off something. Play clock will be reset. Yeah, the officials at 25 are seconds. Yeah, the near side judge and the head official, the referee, the man in the white hat, they're having a conversation kind of in the Northridge backfield. Now that gathering has ended, and we go back to work second and 10. A minute 11 to play. That last play took just three seconds. And now stoppage of play. False start on. False start on the Raiders. You're going backwards now, late in the game. Cavemen still have two timeouts. Now you got a second and very long. 109 to play. Carrington will be in the shotgun formation with three receivers. Right, one left, Carrington back to pass, looking right, throwing over the middle, pass is caught, broken tackle, another broken tackle, 35 up to the 40. Pass caught by Jethro Hochstetler. First down brought to you by Kevin Putz, the first Midwest mortgage. And now Northridge in a hurry up offense, they're out of timeouts, under a minute to play. First and 10 from their own 40. Shotgun, Carrington back to pass, looking right. Line drive throw, right over the middle to the 50. Passes caught. Shake and make move up to the 42. And another first down will stop the clock. 
and advance the chains. There's a penalty flag down also on the very, very far side of the field. Well, and that flag right there looked like you had two problems. One could have been the sideline again, or maybe a later hit on the play, but I, I know they're going to call face mask. Clark was the intended receiver who caught the pass, and it was a five-yard face mask penalty against Mishawaka. So tack on five, bring it up to the 43. We've got 46 seconds to go, a first and ten, and now Keith Kinder will burn one of his two timeouts remaining. So 46 seconds to play. Mishawaka, 31. Northridge, 31. And this is just week one of the Northern right. Lakes Conference season. So far in week one, Warsaw has won convincingly versus Plymouth, 56-0. At last report in the fourth, late fourth quarter with Wawasee driving, the Warriors have pulled within three against Goshen. 21 to 18 and the last report Northwood was in the driver's seat at home versus Concord so if those scores stay especially with Warsaw winning Northwood winning this could really be big for yeah. either of these two teams who are hoping to be in the mix for the NLC conference championship in 2022 getting off to a good start is not always necessary but certainly is really really favorable each team looking for that first conference win here tonight, and Mishawaka looking to go 3-0 on the season. So after the defensive timeout, we got 46 seconds to play. First and 10 from the 42-yard line in caveman territory. Shotgun, Carrington, straight drop, looking right, sidearm throw, connected, complete. Clark catches, runs out of bounds at the 33-yard line. First down on a gain of 11. That stops the clock with the out-of-bounds play. It ticked down to 41.9 seconds to play. And now that gives Northridge plenty of time. Again, no timeouts. Mishawaka has one timeout remaining. Cabin with a three-man front. Four linebackers and four men in the secondary. Shotgun, Carrington, two-step drop. Here comes the blitz. Little floater and is deflected, I think, at the line of scrimmage. Backside pressure from Caden Williams. Well, that actually, goes in complete. He's, he's wiping his hands off there. I think it might have just came flying out there, kind of let it go a little early, kind of wobbled out of his hand there. So uh, kind of lucky, you know, nobody was there, you know, in that area. You know, no cavemen. I mean, that thing was barely made it to the line of scrimmage. Second and ten. The incompletion stops the clock at 36 seconds. Carrington to the shotgun. Single setback. Drops back. Gets help from the fullback blocker. Pass throw near side, and it is incomplete. The antenna receiver, number 22, Kate Sains, got a step in on quarterback Trey Thomas, but just couldn't hang on to the football. Well, and Trey Thomas, I mean, I think he, even if it was just distraction, he dove right in front there. It was close enough. And there was contact yeah. right as the ball connected with the receiver to help maybe force that incompletion. But that would have been a first down. Instead, the clock stops at 31 seconds. We're tied at 31 <laughs> here in the fourth quarter. First, or check it, third and ten from the 32. Shotgun, Carrington, rolls left, getting flushed out, steps up from behind, getting pressure, tries to get to the sideline, and he will be pushed out at the 20-yard line. Three, four, five maroon jerseys had a shot at Carrington, but he was able to tiptoe the sidelines, slither around on the hash mark areas, and work his way free to the 20-yard line. 
for a pickup of 12 and another first down sponsored by Kevin Putz of First Midwest Morgan. He kind of tiptoed that sideline and came in a little afraid to hit him maybe over there until somebody finally got a hold of him. So big first down and definitely in field goal range. 22 ticks remaining here in the fourth quarter. We're not in at 31 all. Shotgun. Carrington, long snap count. Drops back. Here comes a blitz. He's in trouble. He'll dump it off to the fullback Miller. Miller out to the right side. He'll race out of bounds. And will be stopped short of the first down. I think he just barely made it to the line of scrimmage, but he's hurt over there now. There was a lot. He made it all the way to the track. And now he's being attended to by one of the Northridge trainers over on the track area about four lanes in and what would be the oval here on the Mishawaka track portion of Steel Stadium. He's up now and trying to get the crowd into it. Well, because he was looked at, he has to set out a play. We're down to 16 seconds. That play out of bounds stopped the clock but was a loss of one on the play. Well, look, they're kicking. So they're going to try a field goal here. Mishawaka with one timeout remaining. Dylan Ritchie will tee it up. The hold at the 28-yard line. And now Keith Kinder will burn the timeout. Waiting for a 38-yard field goal attempt. And Mishawaka has burned its final timeout with 16 seconds to go in a 31-all tie. We will keep it right here. Yeah, no, <laughs> no joke. We can't go anywhere now. It's been a crazy game, Brian. Like, back and forth, and in this fourth quarter, it kind of got tied, and nobody could get anything going. And now, Caveman had a chance at the field goal, couldn't get it up over the line, and now Northridge got a chance to try to put it away with 16 seconds. It's like we've had about four storylines. Yeah. Mishawaka dominated for a while. Northridge flipped the, the game. They dominated for a while. Then the defenses couldn't do anything. Then the defenses That's stepped right. up, and now it's all about the special teams. We've seen it all here at week three. And this is the only the third ever meeting between Northridge and Mishawaka, and the Raiders looking for their first ever win. So they are going to come back out and line it up for a field goal. So Dylan Ritchie will again tee it up. Came in, of course, looking for a block. High snap, brought down. The kick is on the way. The kick is up. It is no wide good. left. It is wide left. No good. Dylan Ritchie, who had nailed a field goal earlier in 36 PATs last year and three field goals during their state runner-up season, misses a potential game-winning field goal from 38 yards wide left, and Mishawaka dodges the bullet, and now we'll get the football back. Do you take a stab down the field, or do you take this to overtime? Right. Well, and he had the length. He had the leg on it, just missed it left. Not uh, by much. Yeah. Not by much. I thought it was in. And it's hard from this angle. It's always hard to see those field goals. But you could tell by the players on the field reaction that that was going left. And, yeah, I think they're just going to take this overtime, Brian. So the cavemen will settle in. Norvell Miller actually right now playing a free safety behind Brady Fisher. He will take a knee and will let the final 10 seconds of this regulation clock tick away. And we will go to... Overtime. Overtime. <laughs> From Steel Stadium. In opening night playing the Northern Lakes Conference. I told you to fasten your seat. You did. You did. You were not lying. 
Northridge, Mishawaka, Caveman Raiders, 31-31 for the Maroon versus the Green. We'll have fifth quarter action coming up next here on 96-1 the ton. You're home for Mishawaka Caveman football. We turn the page to quarter number five. Along with the Mishawaka Network's Matt Rendell. And I got to tell you something. Oh, we got a couple extra seconds before we start yep. our overtime period. Your kids do a great job. Yeah, they, they really, really do. do. They're not kids, but I mean. They, well, they, they are. Most of them freshmen. Actually, every single person working tonight is first or second time working. They, they, so. they, they look a little younger than some <laughs> of them walk in the halls here at Mishawaka High School. But, hey, congrats. Because Thank you. you are a, uh, a tireless leader and uh I will tell you, although I graduated from school many, many years ago, not <laughs> a Mishawaka grad, I'm a Suffolk Clay graduate, yeah. and was involved with WNDU's high school sports center back with Tom Denon and Jeff Jeffers and uh, that crew. Chuck Freeby and I were both doing high school sports center in those days. What you're able to do for these kids yeah. now and the, the tools here and at other schools is just amazing, and, and, I, and I, I commend you guys for that. It's, it's, it's well done, and these kids are all about business tonight. Yeah, that's right, and now that you brought it up, I, mean, I have the most students I've ever had, 65 students going through our program this year, really excited, lots of freshmen and sophomores. Uh, I'm having just the best time, so uh, we're really excited. Congrats. So we are doing a coin toss to determine who gets the ball first, who gets the ball second. Overtime, there is no clock. You get four downs, four tries from the ten. If you get the ball, then your opponent will get the ball again. So even if it's a touchdown, however, you get to match it. It's kind of like playing horse. Yes. And I wasn't very good at that. So Well, I remember I was traveling last year. Uh, actually, I had gone to the Braves uh, NLCS game down in Atlanta. And that, that big uh, uh, overtime game where, uh, what was it, Illinois or somebody went a yes, bunch of overtimes. Yes, yes. And they were trying to score well, and nobody Illinois could score. Penn State, Penn State yeah. Ricky Lloyd, an injured Raider player, senior, comes out. He did the coin toss reenactment with, or the actual coin toss, with Isaac Valdez. We are going to use the north end zone at Steel right. Stadium. So what does that mean? That means I have to move my position That's right. because the great wall of thunder here between me and the coach's booth is definitely a, a uh, definitely a shade. Yeah, and it looks like Northridge is going to start with the ball as the Cayman defense goes out there and here you, in overtime. And you want the ball second. Yes. You want to know what you have to do. So just like a home team in baseball bats last, Mishawaka on the home curse will have the ball last. Carrington in a shotgun. Two receivers left, two to the right. They'll take the snap. Pump fake, throws near left side. It's incomplete intended for Alex Eby. And, I mean, that play didn't have a chance. There was not much there. He might have been better off pitching it back. He had Miller in the backfield there. He could have just thrown it back to him, and Miller could have got a head start running downfield. So you get four downs. That was down one. First down and goal to go from the 10. There is no clock. The play clock is used, though. Yeah, so the clock on your screen, if you're watching, might say zero, and that's because there is no clock. Shotgun snap. Little floater ball deflected and almost incomplete and almost intercepted. Intended there for Chase Clark. It went off his hands into the air, and there were a couple of K-Men secondary men right in the neighborhood who yeah. just could not put it away. Third down. Third and ten. Yeah, it went off of the hands and then right past Malik Washington's helmet pretty much and just couldn't react fast enough. So Carrington and company now with 
Four receivers, two left, two right. Shotgun, draw play, handoff. Miller sweeps to the outside right, and he will dive around the five to the four. He got about half of the needed yardage, but the caveman defense did a really good job of surging there, and Malik Washington, you can hear, is credited with the tackle along with several of his teammates. But you wonder why that wasn't the first play you ran here with the 10 yards to go. Miller's had such a good game. Listen to these K-Band fans. And a timeout taken by Northridge. So fourth and goal to go from the five. We will keep it right here. Again, we are tied 31-31. Caveman jumped out to 11-0 lead. That seems like a month it does, ago. Yeah. That was in August, wasn't it? <laughs> and <laughs> here on September 2nd, we are getting an overtime. And keep in mind, this is only three snaps of the ball in overtime. That's right. Mishawaka still gets an opportunity after this Raider set it down. Well, now they've got fourth and five pretty much to try to score. I, I can't imagine you go for a field goal here. You know, Darren Pritchett is quick to remind me That's that right. these two teams played at four wins field back in the baseball season this past spring, and they went 11 innings. I hope we don't go 11 <laughs> overtimes. But well, we were there broadcasting that too. Yeah. Walk 176. Here we're tied at 31. Fourth and five. Fourth and goal to go. Carry two. In the shotgun, four receivers, two left, two right. They fake the draw. He'll roll to the left. He's going to tuck it. He's going to he run it. it. He gets hit at the two and falls forward for a Northridge Raider touchdown. And now a penalty flag down on the play. And I'm wondering if they're not going to call for a hit, a hit to the helmet. Yeah. Because as Carrington was going in. They both kind of lowered their heads into each other. And there was a mighty collision right at the goal line, but Carrington went into the end zone with the football in tow to add six points for the Raiders, which is on the scoreboard to make it 37-31. And now the officials are trying to sort out that yellow flag. Personal foul, caveman, touchdown is good. Now the point after conversion. I mean, there's no kickoff, so you're not going to ensue that during the kickoff. I would assume they're not going to penalize 15 yards when they get the ball, will they? Well, I think they're going to mark it off here. So they're going to put the ball at the one and a half, and I think they're going to go for it. So they're going to go for a two-point conversion, which you absolutely would do. If you got that penalty, yeah. The flag's still on the field, though. <laughs> they haven't picked it up. The laundry is still... Right next to Valdez, it looks like. Just don't touch it. That's right. Don't, don't pick it up and hand it to the official. Don't throw it at the official. Leave it go. Let him. It, it is self-service laundry. <laughs> self-service laundry. Good one. Carrington now behind center. I formation. They'll go for two. Up the gut. There is a bottleneck there, oh, but did he get him. through? The outside far official will say that Carrington broke the plane for a two-point conversion. And the Raiders' lead now is 39-31. So the Cavemen now must answer with eight to continue this game. We will. There's no way the Cavemen can right. win this game, but now they will look to force overtime number two. They must score and go for two and convert. And they have it in them. We've seen it all year. They've scored 31 tonight. Even after all of this, they've still scored 31. They've been great in their first two games. 
the way they came and bottled up that line of scrimmage, I yeah. thought they got to stop. Yeah, and it was hard for us to see because that was on the far side there. So uh, the official from the far side came in pretty emphatically saying that was good. So, And, and you know, that was probably the first time we've seen that formation from Northridge tonight. Yeah. So they unveiled something that Mishawaka obviously was prepared for but obviously had not seen tonight. And now they'll go to work with Novell Miller as the fullback. One wide out right. That is Mason Smith. Snap. Handoff. Miller blasts off right tackle. Picks up five. And there's a pile of humanity right at the line of scrimmage. When everybody looks tired. Well, this has been a boxing match. Yeah. And I don't mean that in a right. disrespectful. This has just been rock'em, sock'em robots. Both well, teams have been getting after it. Huge play there on first down, getting those five yards, setting yourself up for hopefully success. Second and goal from the five. Fisher takes a snap, fakes the handoff, surges up the middle. Well, Offensive Fisher lineman still pushing. He gets it to about the two and a half. Third and goal. The K-men must score the touchdown and get two to continue this game. They are down 39-31 in overtime number one. K-Men check their wrist cards and look to the near side. Miller, the lone setback. Bean Smith, a wing to the near left. They'll hand it, they'll fake it, and into the end zone on touch. Touchdown, K-Men! That is Brady Fisher. And now they have to get to two. Touchdown, Mishawaka. They get it on the third down play. And now the two-point conversion, the football will be set at the three-yard line. Play clock at 25. There is no game clock in overtime. K-Men will line up. Wide out right, double wing, single setback is Miller. Fisher, option, pitch, outside, beat Smith, two-point conversion. He was untouched. A good block on the outside. It wasn't. He wasn't holding. He just kind of sealed off the cornerback there to make sure Bean Smith had that corner. So the two-point conversion by Mishawaka ties this game up one more time. We are at 39-39. Time out of the field. We will take a break. Overtime number two is next. You're two in Mishawaka Caveman football. We're not at 39 all. The Raiders of Caveman on 96-1 the time. All right, Matt Embry, thank you so much. We turn the page to quarter number six. Quarter six. We're getting we're getting ever closer to 11 here. <laughs> well, you mentioned that well, Darren Pritchett mentioned the 11th inning to us a little bit ago with a note. I'm trying to figure out what happens. You said they should be heading to the south side. The, the, well, the caveman the, the, office is down there, but now they're moving the ball up here to the north end again. I don't recall ever seeing a game in overtime where they switch ends. Oh, they just stay on the same one? I think it all depends on the coin toss. Seems like something we could figure out pretty easily, right? And I have not done an overtime game in a while. I know there have been some rule changes... This is when I wish Scott Bobenkirk was here. That's right. <laughs> Obviously a member of the Indiana Football Coaches Association. They're not reenacting a coin toss, so my gut tells me that they will go the opposite. 
Now Keith Kinder's inquiring to the man in the white hat. What are we doing? But I believe Mishawaka will have the ball first now. This is a rule I'm going to double check. Okay, they but it are, looks like yeah. they are heading to the south end zone. So we were at the north end zone for the last first overtime set of downs. And now we will head to the south end of the stadium. I don't know if the wind's any better there or not, but they will be facing the big scoreboard. But again, there's no clock management here other than the play clock on each play. So Mishawaka will have the football first. So you will alternate each overtime right. from here on out. Mishawaka ball, 39-39 with Northridge. Each team looking for their first win in the conference opener here. Came in with Ace Troyer, split in wide to the right. Single setback. Brady Fisher takes it, keeps it, turns, slithers inside, pulls from the 10 down to about the 7. Gain of 3. And you're okay. Three yards, you got three, get three more, you're in good shape. Of course, seven would be great. Again, no game clock. We are in overtime number two. Since an 11-0 Mishawaka lead, this game is seesawed back Ouch. and forth and back and forth until our 31 all-tie and our current 39 all-tie. Second to goal. Inside handoff. Miller up the gut, pushes it down near the goal line, stopped short. Yeah, and he ended up marking him at the two. He ended up in the end zone, but he kind of slid his way there, so he made it through, but just couldn't stay on his feet. A huge third and goal from the two now. Came in right to the huddle. Man in motion. Handoff, Miller up the gut in the end zone. Touchdown, Mishawaka. Off left tackle, Novell Miller. And then what do you do now? I don't know what the rules are. But I, I, go for, <laughs> I go for two. Although I will definitely say Lucas Larson has had a heck of a ball game tonight and, and kicked well. Well, they had already taken down the practice net, and they were trying to put it back together, <laughs> the practice oh. kicking net. As a coach, that gives me hives to think about putting any equipment away before any <laughs> game is over. I don't care what the sport is. So the caveman looking to the near sideline. Well, the play clock's down to seven. And now Keith Kinder will burn a timeout. Each team gets a timeout during the overtime, I do believe, yes. And the cavemen have just burned it. So now the decision is this. We're up by six. That's you right. got the lead. If you stop them, you win the game. But do you go for, not that anything's automatic, do you go for the seventh point Yeah. or do you go for the eighth point? Well, and, and I mean, we've been around here for a little bit. I've seen a lot. I think they go for two. I've seen you've seen it so many times. Maybe try to draw somebody offside, get a couple extra yards closer, but um, we'll see. Cavemen gather around on the near side. Lots of water bottles being distributed during that break. There's some exhausted young men out there that have laid their hearts on the gridiron tonight. Not for just one, but for both schools. What a great high school football game. Week three. 
and Northern Lakes Conference opener for this Northridge Raider and Mishawaka Caveman Club. I think the Central Time Zones are going to finish before us. <laughs> That's all right. Hope they had fun. <laughs> Brady Fisher behind Garrett Ginter at center. On balance line, heavy right. Takes the snap. Fakes it. Turns. And he is mashed. Yep. And that was perfectly read on the draw and the keep. And Fisher was absolutely he was, hammered. Yeah, he got hit very hard. By a defender to stop the two-point conversion. Well, now it's up to the defense. you got to stop them from scoring. Hey, if they don't get a touchdown, you don't have to worry about that. That's right. Conversion. That's right. If there is a turnover, fumble, interception, yep. game's over. Yeah. Four downs. You got four downs. Try to win the game up six. 45-39, Caveman. Stay tuned. Our post-game show. Yep, we've got a post-game show <laughs> coming up. We'll give you the Rossini's carry of the game. We will give you our Jays Crunchers tackle of the game. How about a Jays Crunchers turnover of the game? First and ten. Out of the full house backfield. The quarterback keeper on the straight shotgun snap. Goes for zero yards, no gain. They had second and goal from the 10 now. Two running backs lined up next to him on either side, and they both tried to lead the way, kind of a QB power there out of the shotgun, and uh, didn't work. <laughs> they didn't get a lot out of that. Carrington now will settle back in the shotgun formation. Vance chanting L-O-D. Shotgun. Carrington back to pass. Throws left. Ball diving and a penalty flag down on the play. I think they might get him for a late hit. No bowling. And it's going to be a penalty on Northridge. No late hit. The pass was just underthrown to the intended receiver out to the far left. That would have been Chase Clark, I do believe. Well, and Keith Kinder's talking to the official here. What do you do? Right now it's incomplete. It'd be third and nine, pretty much third and goal. He's saying, where's the penalty at? How far back are we going to go? I don't take the penalty. Yeah, I mean, you haven't been great with the open space, right? You give If you take the penalty at second and 19, you give them a lot more space to work with. Nope, they are going to take it, it looks like. Depends on how far back they're setting them here. And they're going right. to clear back past the 25, so there you yeah, go. Yeah, so if, if it, the penalty in the backfield, you know, you move them back further. Now you've got more real estate to cover. Second and goal from the 26. So I think he's wondering why the spot is there because they're saying that penalty would have been at, what, the 16 for a 10-yard penalty. But is it a spot foul? Officials sorting it out. Most importantly, you get it right. Yes, yes. And that's what they're doing right now. Yep. Cavemen, Second and long. Cavemen have a 45-39 lead here in overtime number two. Northridge ball second and goal for the 26. After the penalty, shotgun, Carrington, back to pass. Little pressure, he's flushed out. He'll step up, he'll throw, line drive is caught, and immediately a tackle at the 23, or check out at the 17-yard line. Gain of roughly nine. Yeah, really good hit. If you don't make that tackle, he's got some room to work with down the sideline, probably getting in the end zone. Didn't see who made the tackle. Was that Valdez? I think it was Malik Washington, but 
Either way, big hit yeah. from the secondary. Third down and goal from the 16. Carrington, shotgun. Here comes the blitz. Under trouble. Stepping up. Carrington, flush to the left. Throws to the left. Intercepted. Intercepted. And Mishawaka wins it. Picked off by Malik Washington. The pressure flushed Carrington out of the pocket. He ran to the left side, threw on the run. Washington with the pick, and Mishawaka has won it in double overtime. 45-39 the final. Unbelievable. And the defense that was at times... Yeah. Beat up tonight. Well, I want to made the big yeah, play I, here I in the overtime. Quickly want to point out a uh, couple players for the cavemen got right into line to shake hands. Tanner Parmley out there. Really, really good show of sportsmanship. Yeah, they're they're celebrating, they're happy, but they said we're gonna shake these hands, make sure we say good game, and what a game. What a ball game in double overtime. Mishawaka improves to three and oh. Most importantly, one yeah. and oh in the northern Lakes Conference. The Raiders fall to one and two and 0 and one in league play. This will go down as a classic. Final score from Steel Stadium: Mishawaka 45, Northridge 39. Stay tuned. Our post-game show is coming up next. Matt and I will return here to Steel Stadium after this timeout on 96-1 The Talk. The Mishawaka Cavemen post-game show on 96-1, the ton. From the 16, Carrington, shotgun, here comes the blitz, under trouble, stepping up, Carrington, flush to the left, throws left, intercepted, intercepted, and Mishawaka wins it! Picked off by Malik Washington, the pressure, flushed Carrington out of the pocket, he ran to the left side, threw on the run, Washington with the pick, and Mishawaka has won it in double overtime. 45-39 the final, along, oh wow, with Matt Rendell, I'm Brian Miller, stay tuned, Matt Embry is next with a post-game recap on the U.S. Signcrafter scoreboard, but my friend, I was called about noon today to do this football game. I was going to be here anyway. Our family comes to every game. My stepson, Cole Chalberg, plays. Like, hey, this could be a big game, son. Be ready. This could be a big game. I didn't guess <laughs> a double overtime thriller, but to have the, the privilege to sit here in the booth and call it, have you alongside, Matt, what a ball game. What a boost of confidence because a lot of things did not go well. You've got your leading rusher out with an injury from last week, Chase Gooden. You have had penalties that hurt. You had turnovers that yep. really hurt. You had some times where your defense didn't look like it only given up eight points all no. season. They got pushed around a little bit. A lot of things did not go well. A lot of things went wrong, but they found a way to circle the wagons, come up with a couple of big plays, some huge stops in the fourth quarter, even after a turnover. But the cavemen in overtime found a way to get it done, and they win it 45 39 unbelievable i mean really unbelievable you said thriller and that sometimes we you know hyperbole plays a role out here but it definitely a thriller i mean it was back and forth back and forth tied big stops missed field goals like we didn't even talk two missed field goals in regulation there towards the end and then caveman just made the plays there in that set double overtime got the touchdown missed the two-point conversion which was also i'm sure stressful you're only up six and then they get the big stop that tackle and or let me rephrase that that interception and that final play of the game 
sponsored by Jay's Crunchers Potato Chips. We talk about the Jay's crunching tackle of the game. We're going to say crunching end yeah. to a thriller. Absolute classic. Congratulations to Northridge For real, yeah. on a heck of a ball game played here tonight. And to these Mishawaka K-Men coaches and players for battling through all types of adversity. There are a lot of injured players out on that Definitely. field for both teams right now. It was an absolute battle. Injured. And in just three games, That's what right. a rivalry <laughs> with Northridge. Although the Cavemen are 3-0 and in this series, what a rivalry these two schools have developed in the short time in the NLC. Injured, but also just tired. I mean, you're playing a lot of snaps. And, and, and on top of a lot of snaps, it's still pretty warm out. Like, it was a warm day. You're playing a lot. I mean, I'm sweating. I don't sweat that much, and I'm out here sweating, oh, too. So. <laughs> Jay's Crunchers are crunching tackle and end of the game. The Malik Washington interception. None bigger. And what a moment for that K-Man senior and for this uh, class of 26 seniors. What a huge home win. And here's the thing. We're only a third of the way That's this right. season done. Cavemen go to Goshen next week. The Red Hawks came off a win tonight down in Syracuse against Wawasee. Certainly Warsaw and Northwood got off to convincing victories. So the Cavemen, along with those two schools in Goshen, are all setting atop the upper half of the Northern Lakes Conference undefeated. There are so many turning points in this game. Can you pick one or two? Uh, I think I think the biggest one for me was that missed field goal by Northridge. Obviously, I mean, that's late. But I, I really think the fumble by Novell Miller early on, when he fumbled it early, and they got they gave him that confidence back. They put him back out there. That was early when they were winning, and they puts it on the ground. I, I think that really set the tone for the rest of the game, giving confidence to somebody who hasn't played a lot, didn't play varsity last year, playing this week because he's got to because of injuries. I think that was huge, getting him back in, giving him the confidence, and getting him the touches. Next man up. That's right. As we like to say in a lot of sports here at Mishawaka High School. Yeah. What a ball game. Statistically, you got any numbers? You oh, yeah. Let me you know, turn that <laughs> forgot lap- about that. Turn that laptop <laughs> back on. Meanwhile, I can tell you, this game started out with an 11-0 Mishawaka lead. They scored on their opening drive at the 758 mark. And really, when it was 11-0, you might thinking, well, remember last year's thumping? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. You know what? And kudos to Northridge. They circled the wagons. They did. And they were the better team for much of that absolutely. Uh, second and third and fourth quarter. The Cavemen, though, found a way to win it again, 45-39 here in double overtime. But the Cavemen jumped out to an 11-0 lead in that first quarter. Touchdown run by Chaz Hardy, a field goal also for the Cavemen by Lucas Larson. Northridge would then cut that lead down with a touchdown at the 43-second mark before halftime, the 15-yard, or before the quarter break, rather, a 15-yard run by Kate Carrington. But a Mishawaka fumble really opened up some yeah. uh, opportunity and some momentum for Northridge, who then cut the lead or took the lead and threw it away and actually grabbed a three-point lead of 14-11 on the touchdown pass to Alex Eby. Caveman did bounce back about six minutes later. 10.36 to go in the first half. A 48-yard touchdown run by Norvell Miller. What a night Miller Absolutely. had tonight. Again, getting his first well, just start. just wait till you hear. <laughs> get in the, with his first start, again, filling in for the injured Chase Gooden. But he, with that touchdown and a point after conversion, made it 18-14. Northridge, just six minutes later, would regain the lead. They would get the lead back at 21-18 again. This is only the second quarter. And then the caveman at 25 seconds left before the break. 25 seconds left in period two. One-yard touchdown run by Norrell Miller. That was the, after a timeout. The extra point was blocked. It was a bizarre yeah, extra, very extra point moment. But Mishawaka led it to break 24-21. Third quarter. Raiders come right out. Bang. Score. 
they were impressive in that opening surge. And the, much of that was thanks to a great kickoff return to start that third quarter. The touchdown, though, that would give Northridge lead the lead back at 28-24 would be on a 15-yard run by McLean Miller. He had a heck of a ball game as yeah. well. Extra point, again, made it a four-point Northridge lead. Mishawaka responded later in the uh, third quarter. 23-yard touchdown run by Brady Fisher. Extra point was good. Lucas Larson and his team now with that kick made it 31-28. There was a fumble. There was two big fourth down stops by the K-men, but these two teams would basically run to a draw the rest of the third quarter and the fourth quarter. It was a Dylan Ritchie field goal that was missed no good. That could have given them the lead, but instead we were knotted 31-31. We had some anxious moments late fourth yes, quarter, and then we went to overtime. Each of the two teams scored and got a conversion to make it 39-39 after one overtime, and then Norvell Miller, the caveman, got the ball first to start the second overtime. Norvell Miller would score on the third play of that possession. They would attempt a two-point conversion after a timeout. It would be failed, and then the heroics down the end when they, of course, uh, forced the Raiders into some long yardage situations based on a penalty and certainly a couple of good stiff stops. And the final, final play that shut the door was Malik Washington's interception of the errant pass by Kate Carrington trying to hit the end zone. Right. And it was absolute celebration time here at Steel Stadium. 45-39, Cavemen win it over Northridge. Touch on some of our uh, key stats here tonight. Yeah, I mean, starting with just the team stats, Northridge, 151 yards on the ground. A lot of that by Miller had a big game. But 17 of 29 for 190 uh, had the one touchdown pass and then the big interception, obviously. So a really balanced attack, you know, if you if you think, you know, you're talking about 341 yards of offense. Going to the Cavemen, uh, no completions. So all on the ground, nothing new, right? But 70 rushes, 388 on the game. So a big a big game on the ground in terms of leaders. Uh, Northridge, obviously, we talked a little bit about uh, Miller. Ended up with 30 rushes, 131 yards, the three touchdowns. So big game for him. And then the, the passing, obviously, we just talked about. 16 of 26, 166, and a touchdown for Carrington. So big games there. And for the Cavemen, uh, it's got to start with Novell Miller. Started today for the first time 33 rushes 170 yards and three scores huge game starting for the cavemen and most likely going to have to start for a few more games right you're talking about somebody with a separated shoulder maybe not going to be back in a few weeks and then i think brady fisher had the 24 rushes 145 but he ran really really hard he had he some hard like, yards and he took a pounding on a few of those uh key plays uh down the stretch in particular but uh, congratulations Noel miller First varsity start tonight. He, uh, with many of his carries, will be saluted for the Rossini's carry of the game, powered by Rossini Pizza. Carry out your pride to bring home just down the street here from Mishawaka High School in Lincoln Way East across from Beaver School. So congratulations to Norwell Miller. And for that matter, hey, congratulations to McLean Miller from yeah, Northridge no. High School. What, Absolutely. A, what a ball game that young man had. The uh, the Millers were dominant even on the radio, I guess. They got some <laughs> extra, uh, a few extra words in tonight. And uh, I know one thing for sure tomorrow I'll be resting the voice before the Irish and Absolutely. Buckeyes play. Hey, my friend, it was a lot of fun. I yeah. know we'll get the chance to work together later on in the season. Next week, these cavemen travel to Goshen to take on the Red Hawks. Certainly Goshen coming off a big win tonight against Wawasee. Any win in the conference is big, yep. and particularly when it's on the road, which Goshen did uh, put together tonight. So congratulations to them. Uh, Goshen's one of those teams under a new coaching staff. 
certainly you're going on the turf for the first time. You're playing on turf this season, so it should be an interesting trip next week. Yeah, I'm excited. First road game I'm going to. I missed that first game, so I'm ready to go out to Goshen and have a good time. We will be there, and I know Darren Pritchard will have the play-by-play right here on the radio next week for us on 96.1 The Ton and certainly across the uh, Mishawaka Network. Uh, my next scheduled date is uh, when we come back on October 14th down to Wawasee. Okay. So we'll look forward to that, but uh, a lot of caveman football upcoming and certainly the uh, uh, road trip to Goshen will be followed up by a home game the next week against Plymouth. Uh, I know the Rockies are struggling right now, but uh, certainly you uh, know each game one, one week Never at a time. Know. And uh, the Cavemen have some injuries to nurse right now. I will I will grant you that. Hey, fans, stay tuned. We've got Matt Embry coming up next year on our postgame show with the U.S. Sidecrafters School Board, a complete recap of high school football, also some college football and other sports news from around the area on the day. And, of course, we invite you to tune in to our sister station, 960 AM WSBT, for a full day of Notre Dame football coverage tomorrow right here prior to the big battle to open the season versus the Ohio State Buckeyes and your Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. One more time in a thriller, double overtime, Mishawaka 45, Northridge 39. For the Mishawaka Network, Matt Rendell, I'm Brian Miller. Thank you for tuning in. Fans, it was a pleasure to bring this on the radio. If you weren't here in person, glad you were on the radio or maybe tuned in on the uh, network. Get out to a home game sometime soon. Cheer these kids on. This is a great team. Mishawaka Caveman Football, a proud presentation of 96 won the ton. A very pleasant good night from Steel Stadium. Well, folks, an exciting night from Steel Stadium as Mishawaka is able to escape with a 45-39 victory over the Northridge Raiders. Mishawaka improves to 3-0 on the season. As we mentioned during the halftime U.S. Seinfrafter scoreboard show, Mishawaka only gave up seven points in their first two contests this season. Boy, was it a different story tonight as Northridge gave them a game and then some. But again, Mishawaka in double overtime gets the win, 45-39. More on that in just a moment. This is U.S. Signcrafters Scoreboard Show. From custom science and graphic needs to installation and service, U.S. Signcrafters has you covered with the region's only three-year warranty. Learn more at ussigncrafters.com. Just one game of note that is currently still in progress. It's in the fourth quarter. New Prairie in control against Lowell, 24-7 is the score in the fourth quarter. Elsewhere in the Northern Lakes Conference tonight, all these games have gone final. Northwood, an easy winner over Goshen or over Concord tonight, 41-13. It was Goshen in the battle for the Warhawk Trophy, holding off Wawasee 28-18. And Warsaw, no problems with Plymouth tonight, 70 to nothing. They get the victory at home. In the NIC, all these games have gone final. Bremen comes from behind to defeat Marion tonight at Tolski Field, 35-31. Also, late fourth quarter, Elkhart in control over Hammond Morton, 35-6. Penn made it interesting at a 13-0 lead early on Cathedral, but then Cathedral turn on the afterburners. They get a 35-21 win at TCU Freed Field tonight over the Kingsmen. Jimtown, an easy winner at against Osceola Gray, 64-0. The other game that went to overtime, Adams goes into Jackson Field and defeats Riley 14-6 in double overtime. And John Glenn in a defensive struggle outlasts St. Joe by a count of 8-3. Those are all finals. 45-39. 
Mishawaka gets the victory over Northridge. And once again, it's time for our player of the game presented by Bethel University Athletics. Learn more about Bethel and the pilot sports teams at BUPilots.com. And all we can say, simply put, a big defensive play to seal the deal for the Mishawaka Cavemen, courtesy of Malik Washington. Here is the call from Brian Miller. The blitz, under trouble, stepping up, Carrington, flush to the left, throws left, intercepted, intercepted, and Mishawaka wins it! Picked off by Malik Washington, the pressure, flushed Carrington out of the pocket, he ran to the left side, threw on the run, Washington with the pick, and Mishawaka has won it in double overtime! Again, 45-39 the final as Mishawaka gets the victory again next week on the road at Goshen. Again, pregame coverage starting at 645, kickoff at 7 here on 96-1 the ton. Again, a lot to look forward to coming up tomorrow on our sister station, Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Our fun as far as Notre Dame pregame coverage against Ohio State starts at 2 p.m., with the Legacy Heating and Air Game Day Show with Tim Growl and Jim Irizarry. Then Tyler Horka and Darren Pritchett have Game Day Sports Beat from 4 to 6.30. And then Notre Dame coverage on both Sports Radio 960 AM WSBT and Sunny 101.5 as Paul Burmeister and Ryan Harris take you to Columbus to see if Notre Dame can pull off the surprise against the Buckeyes. Pre-game coverage starts at 6.30, kickoff at 7.30, and then we wrap it all up with the St. Joe Regional Health presents the official Notre Dame football post-game show, Jim Irizarry, and the legendary Notre Dame running back, Reggie Brooks. He's back with us this year. We're glad to have Reggie back. We will be recapping the game. Plus, we will also have the post-game press conference for Notre Dame head coach Marcus Freeman, hopefully in victory mode tomorrow night. But we will see again all of that coverage on our sister station, Sports Radio 960 WSBT and Sunny 101.5 again, starting on WSBT at 2 p.m. tomorrow afternoon. Once again, the final score, 45 to 39 in double overtime, Mishawaka holds off Northridge. Big thank you, as always, to Brian Miller, also Matt Rendell in the booth at Steel Stadium. When we head to Goshen next week for more action for Mishawaka Cayman football, powered by Midland Engineering, I'm Matt Embry. Thank you for listening, and we know you love this result. 45-39, Mishawaka over Northridge in double overtime, Until next week, so long, and as always, Go Cavemen!